0: Well, hello and welcome to the Audio Rose Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Isaacs. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Joshua, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, We are streaming right now as we speak on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. So give this video a thumbs up and a share. While you're there, go ahead and subscribe uh, to the channel or like our page, depending on where you're watching. And uh, if you're watching along with this live right now, comment along in the comment section and be a part of the show. Uh, Give us some likes, some laughs, some loves. Tell us how we're doing. Uh, Also, check out audio-only versions of what we're doing right here on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you find audio episodes of podcasts. Um, Also, we encourage you to uh, become a patron. Uh, Just go to patreon.com slash the audio roast podcast and consider becoming a monthly member. There you can find special bonus content and early access to upcoming shows and events. You know, like the one on, uh, well, well, we'll announce that here soon but it's coming up very soon so um anyway check it out um your support allows us to keep doing what we're doing right here each and every week on the audio Rose podcast also check out our playlists that are available at the end of most of our episodes this week it was already up it's been up so do check it out just go to spotify or itunes and search for the audio Rose podcast there you can find playlists featuring songs used on today's show as well as past episodes and different games and segments um, also, you can check out AudioRoast.com. This is your official one-stop shop for everything Audio Roast related Playlists, merch, ways to support us, past audio and video episodes, as well as links to all of our awesome sponsors. So to recap, uh, last week we did Famous Duets where we had Terry Graves and Justin Moreland here on the show with us. And what a fun, fun show that was. I really enjoyed last week. We had two great guests. It was so good to sit down and get to know them and uh, have a conversation outside of a bar. Man, it was nice. Um, So that's what we did last week. Next week, we're also doing something a little bit different. We're gonna do our very first Motown episode. We're gonna have Cody Schmidt uh, from some, some band I've never heard of. Death May something. Death May Die, Death May Live, I don't know. Uh, And also Jonathan Keeney from The Detectives will be joining us for Motown Hits next week. But today, this week, right now, we are here for some Dio. That's right. This is the 11th anniversary of Dio's passing. And so to honor such such a day, we are going to do our sixth edition of Classic Album Clash. We are going to be putting Holy Diver against The Last in Line, track by track, and discussing it, trying to decide which is the better of the two albums. And a spoiler alert, it's going to be close. Uh, so, now then, let's go ahead and move on to our favorite song. In seven days, I just butchered my own jingle. Uh, so, seven songs in seven days, where you guys submit songs. We give them a listen over the last week and a rank because we can. So, coming in in the number seven spot, we have um, from Abigail Burbridge. Anybody have a map by Dear Evan Hansen? Uh, a little too musical. For me, a little heavy on the musical side of things. Uh, just not my cup of tea. Uh, in the number six spot from CJ Garmo, we've got Devil in a New Dress by Kanye West. Kanye gets up on the top of the list because Kanye. Uh, in the number five spot from Chris Smith, we've got The Role You Know So Well by Joey C. Jones. Good tune. I dug that. It was actually a nice throwback kind of sound. Almost, uh, almost a 70s kind of vibe. I dug it. Uh, in the number four spot, we've got Kim Gromery with Lonely Child, The Club Mix, unks, 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 uh, by Slock, Sloke, Slock, something. It was good. Uh, in the number three position from Scott Gromery, we've got Old Heart Fails," uh, Falls excuse me, from Cata- Catatonia. Man, it's a mouthful, always with Scott. Uh, I dug that, man. I really did. I thought it was great. Um, in the number two spot, though, we've got Elkie Castle Bradford with What's This Life For by Creed. Here's the deal. That got me through some rough times as a teenager when that came out. So uh, good stuff, man. It, it hits home. Uh, not afraid to say I like Creed. I like Creed. If you don't like it, sorry. Um, number one spot, though. Who would have yeah. thought Julia Lakob finally gets in at number one with Rocket Queen by Guns N' Roses? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm doing the little Axel Snake dance on a Dio episode. Yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah. Now is the time to go ahead and nominate your picks. Just pick any song, any genre from any decade or any style. And just make it a song. And we'll take the next seven days, give it a listen, give it a rank, because we can. So we are going to take a quick little break and finish getting things ready for the show. We'll be back in just two minutes. So stick around. We'll be right back. All right. Well, hello. My goodness. Uh, I almost scared myself there for a minute. Um, so we're going to go ahead and uh, kick the show off. I, Jody, if you're watching, I accidentally hit a button and it. Interrupted, so we're going to replay Jody's new segment uh here on the show because I mean, honestly, it deserves to be played twice. How about that? I dug it that much. Um, all right, so uh, Joshua, let's Mm -hmm. go ahead and uh, kick things off here. That's what we're drinking. We're drinking some living after midnight here from Classic Rock Coffee. I like how I've got coffee on that side of the mug, that looks great on camera. Mm. mm, there we go. Uh, Joshua, why don't you tell them a little bit about uh, what Living After Midnight is Lip, all about?
1: Living After Midnight is an amped, medium, dark roast. Tastes full, medi- full dark to me. It really is a a, a thick-tasting coffee. Um,
0: it is. And it's it, got thick with two Cs. Yeah. <laughs> As the kids say.
1: So it's got a honey notes, rich herb. I'm not sure which herb it who's, is. Who's herb? I don't know. And a tobacco finish. So there you go. If you
0: like smoking, if you like, if you like a smoky eye, yeah. Mm, that's yes. what
2: it is. It tastes like my beard oil.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what we're drinking. We're drinking a little living after midnight from Classic Rock Coffee. After midnight. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, Joshua. Let's carry on. Okay. All right, so this week we have got another five-cup recipient. So for those of you who are not familiar, who have ducked out of the show for a little bit and are making your way back, um, every now and then, it's not a weekly thing, but every now and then something special happens, and I want to give it praise and give it attention. Um, and a lot of times it's somebody from our local music scene. It could be it could be anybody. It doesn't have to be music-related. It doesn't have to be local. It doesn't have to be anything. Um, so for me, this one is especially special because uh, for those of you... A lot of you already know that I have a second podcast called Recliner Wrestling Review, and it's uh, all wrestling related. Uh, I know one of our listener or one of our uh, guests here today is also a big wrestling fan. So, um, my co-host actually is going to be this week's Five Cup recipient, Mr. John Reese. Um, and actually, without even having to tell you why, here's a little video clip showing you
3: but seeing the kids get excited about history, about school, um, having kids tell me, oh, well, this is the class I'm most excited for every day. That's that's a great feeling.
2: And I think what makes John so respected by his peers, um, but also so very effective with his
4: students um, is that the relevancy that he brings to the course. Um, and so students really enjoy obviously um, learning history and studying social dynamics um, through history in a very real world manner. History,
2: he's just so much fun to be around and he just makes like if I'm feeling down or something he always brings me back up. He's a really good person and he really works hard with what he does and I know that he puts a lot of effort into like um, his lesson plans and you know, just like trying to get everyone involved.
4: During the blended schedule, his work getting those kids in during um, intervention time, working with students who were struggling, getting failing students into passing grades and such that they know what they're learning uh, was just tremendous.
3: The last two years, the senior classes have voted to have me read names at graduation. And that was really exciting for me because that's recognition from the kids. But uh, it it did mean a lot to be uh, nominated by another uh, member of the building. That was really an honor
0: how cool is that so my co-host john is a uh, teacher of the year in st louis and big old st louis during 2020 2021 covid virtual schooling bring them back Ups oh, too early take them back home all that crap that he navigated and he did the best. So congratulations to John Reese for getting teacher of the year. Awesome, man. Very proud of you. All right. Now then lettuce. go to the comments. No lettuce, no lettuce, hold the lettuce. All right. So, uh, let's see here. Um, Elkie says shared. Thank you very much. Don't forget sharing is caring. So, uh, if you haven't yet, please do share this to your timeline. Uh, Julie says, Jared, you look so metal. Love it. If you think this is metal, you should see me in a uh, full face paint for death may die. It's a sight to behold. Um, (laughs) Elkie says, you look awesome, Jared. Well, thank you. Uh, You guys look awesome. You know why? Because you're here. I appreciate it. Uh, Let's see here. So uh, Kim Garmory says, hashtag seven superstition by Stevie Wonder. Very nice. Dig that song a lot. Uh, Julia says, oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, Good stuff. Congratulations, Elkie. Julia says, nice. Congratulations, John. Indeed. All right. So it looks like, uh, oh, I missed one. Nope, missed two. Nope, missed three. I don't know how many I missed. What is going on here? Uh, Julia says, my favorite GNR. Actually, that is uh, my top three GNR songs. You happened to throw a dart on the dart, dartboard, and uh, you nailed it. So good job. Kudos to you. Abigail says, say amen by Panic at the Disco. Um, the Nortons are here. Hello, all the Nortons and the Norton tribe. Julia says, hashtag party set. I'm sorry, party hard by Andrew WK. Dig it. Good song. Um, well done john kim says uh dan delaney never heard of this guy i uh, wish <laughs> i had teachers like that in school yeah right same i actually did have one uh my ironically school, ironically my uh while. my most influential um teacher was also a history teacher so uh it's, it's really cool uh ha- says uh hashtag seven motley crew girls 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 uh i know why you're nominating that you were wearing that shirt last night i hope that you've had time to change between now and then and you're uh your day drinking adventures <laughs> good stuff okay thank you for that um all right uh we need uh what three more three more yeah bring it on people we've got like 20 people watching so if you haven't yet or if and you've like, never done it before like
1: some podcasts right? we'll actually listen We'll to give it another.
0: a listen and we'll actually give it a rank and we'll actually follow up with you and let you know how you did just for funsies so, yeah, use the hashtag seven. Give us a song, any song, any genre, any style, any decade, any artist, any band. Just make it a song. Okay. Okay. Now, then, uh, while you guys are submitting that, let's go ahead and uh, meet today's guest. So, our first guest, uh, you might know him from Hessian Crucible, from Shadow Grove. He's been in a lot of fun projects over the years. Uh, let's go ahead and welcome at this time archangel there we go i see you how's it going man how's everybody doing doing great thank you so much for being here man
3: Yeah, my pleasure
0: i'm I'm super excited for this uh so a little a little quick speaking of history history lesson so um this is episode 50 next week is our one year anniversary of doing the show and uh this is our from well i almost said our first but it's actually not Uh, this is our first metal classic album clash i almost said this is our first metal episode but that's not true um so i'm excited to finally bring some metal into the classic album clash um format so thank you so much for being here man i'm excited to to get to hear your take on some of this dio action all right glad to be here man awesome um our next guest you know probably from face the wheel let's give it up at this time for mr dan delaney well what's up dan dan the man What's up jared how you doing my friend i'm all right how you doing doing well doing well um yeah same to you man thanks for being here i'm excited to get your take on some dio as well um from what i understand i like how this is still playing i just noticed that um from what i understand you guys are both big into uh dio right well of course yes. we're metalheads right how can he not be that's like your your entry card <laughs> you can't be a metalhead and not be into dio even just a little bit i think i fell out of the crib into a dio 8 track oh yeah i mean that's not a bad thing that's not a bad thing at all, right? so uh let's go ahead and get started shall we let's uh let's see what we got here here's how it works so i know that uh i think dan was asking about this before we went live and was like hey what what have i actually signed up for uh so here we go so here's what it's all about first we will compare album artwork and initial thoughts um then each song will be discussed at length by each studio participant overall audience votes will be taken into account so those of you watching at home right now can comment along and vote for your favorite track of as we go down this album these albums both of them um all votes will be totaled and the most votes uh will win the track the album with the most tracks won will be deemed as being the better of the two albums so that's how it, how simple it is so initial thoughts um so let's start uh let's start over here with archangel so when um what are what are your initial thoughts on the album? What are your initial thoughts overall of Dio as an artist, as uh, going solo, the whole nine yards? Let's start at the top here with that. Man, Dio's voice that goes back from the beginning of when he was
3: doing when he was young, doing the fifties covers and you know the Love Potion Number Nine and all that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, you know, my mom was a big influence on the older music, and when I was able to be like, "Hey, Mom, look, Dio's doing this," uh, you know, was able to. You know bring that you know bridge that gap if you will uh it's i don't even know how to go about saying how influential dio's been in my life because this there's, there's uh there's always the yin and the yang you know what i mean he's the he's the master of the good and the evil and uh he's always a, managed to catch capture that in his stories where there was the the evil side you know and there was the good side and there's always uh, the clash of the, yeah you know and uh translates throughout the world um today you know what i mean so it's absolutely absolutely Time. he was
0: really good at uh bringing kind of those fantasy concepts and stuff too into the mainstream and being like it's okay to be a nerd and be a metalhead yeah. which which is great for a lot of us because we a lot of us do fall into both dragons so, and sorcery you know right right
3: castles and
0: for sure for sure uh, dan what about you what are some of your initial thoughts of uh dio and, and both of these albums well
2: for me i guess um my introduction to it was actually not Dio. It was actually more like Black Sabbath. Like okay, The first yep. song I ever heard was like TV Crimes. Yeah. And so from there, I actually went, after I discovered who it was, to like Rainbow. Yeah. And then from Rainbow went into Dio. And that was like by like the time I was 14. So um, hearing a lot of these songs, so most of them like the popular ones you always hear on the radio and stuff like that. And I've never actually had the albums. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So, but I've heard 90% of all the songs on both the albums because most of them are pretty popular. And there's actually a few that I caught on there that I've never heard before. So it's kind of interesting to see the progression between. It's, it's
0: fun whenever almost your hand is forced to be like, okay, no, don't skip this. You got to listen to it. And, yeah, and it's like, know. man, what, what, what have I been missing out on? Why?
2: So it's <laughs> just, uh, and, and you can kind of definitely tell a difference between the first and the second, in my opinion, but I'm sure we'll dove into that. Yeah, a more you're right. Later, yeah, but...
0: production value and stuff went a lot through the roof. Um, yes. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And you're right. We will get into a lot of that. So,
2: but Great. the art, the artwork for that time period, though, as far as the album stuff, though, that was always awesome. I mean, there was the whole mythical dragons and 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 warriors type stuff was always that was the big thing. It was, it was very, a big thing. Yeah, and, and you're exactly right. And late '70s, and especially
0: stuff. in that time, and that's kind of what I've gotten some of my notes too. Is there was a resurgence of uh, things like Lord of the Rings. There's um, Dungeons and Dragons as really you know in full scale. Uh, by the time that this comes out. And so there's a lot, like I said, of those nerds that are like, man, I mean, they're singing about what I enjoy, what I love, you know, what I'm passionate about. And it really resonated with a lot of people and his delivery best of the best. Right. So yeah. Um, let's see here. Joshua. Yes. I I'm, I'm like absolutely, uh, there we go. Dying to know. Yes. Did you grow up listening to Dio? D- I did uh, not how was that? Uh, how was that taken in the, um, christian music community i mean was it like uh, like was, the most shunned of the shunned or
1: yes and no because he sang on a christian album there he you sang go. on carrie livgren's first solo album seeds of change which uh he sang two songs off it uh mask of the great deceiver and live for the king wow so,
0: news to me carrie Car-
1: Car- that. livgren got awesome. a, the guitarist and, and primary songwriter of kansas gotcha I had become a christian and did a solo album i'll be damned uh and he liked dio's voice didn't know, didn't know he was about doing it. dio at the time he just knew right. him from elf and um people were like you realize who this guy is right <laughs> yes elf uh
0: there we go nice little reflection on actually here let me just do this yeah
3: i almost brought you that one glad
0: you got it there you go elf that's where it all started hmm so um. Yeah, and more on that with uh, Jody later on. Yeah, I'll I'll put that back in. Um. Yeah. So so when did you actually start listening? When were you introduced? And please tell me it was this week. No. Okay. Good. No. No.
1: <laughs> no. Uh, I had gotten the Seeds of Change album and, and just realized how awesome his voice was, and so yeah, I I started listening to him probably in the nineties.
0: Okay. Yeah. So nineties. I'm trying to think here. What yeah. albums? Did you did you start with no, albums just, from the nineties, you know, or are you just, just what discovered was, him and listening? When no
1: I, I would know who he was, when I would hear him, hear him on the radio, gotcha. So, um,
5: yeah. I, I never really started. Back and sleep, it ain't working. <laughs> you know, he's just
1: got an awesome voice, and he's iconic, and I think a lot of people have
0: patterned their vocal style big time after big him. Big time, yeah. I would agree with that. Um, I want to uh, before we keep going, let's uh, jump over here back to the comments. Jeannie says, uh, "Dan's mom is watching. Have you heard of Face the Wheel? Never." yes i have fantastic group fantastic guys um scott garmory says hashtag seven crimson crown by swallow the sun julia says multitasking again tonight man you've been a busy little bee. Uh, my school of rock kids are putting on a killer show on they're currently kicking the hell out of jane's addiction stop nice very good man that's that's a great one um robert crook says yes metal jared that's right That's that's uh it's where the heart is man uh we still
1: need one more song
0: all right uh christy presser says hashtag seven death by rock and roll by pretty reckless
1: that's not the one.
0: Oh, that's not the one no we got we, one we need one more so we're up to six i already got that yeah okay so we need one more song uh um uh drink no he uh, says <laughs> yes i agree in fact i will all so right is that the
1: smoky eye that's a little on? bit of the cheers
0: smoky eye, <laughs> smoky eye. cheers my friend Here's all of you fine gentlemen. Ah, Already almost refill time. All right. Now then, uh, let's go ahead and uh, talk about some artwork, shall we? All right. So, uh, oops, I hit the, uh, there we go. Uh, Try one more.
5: Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. So there's the Dio Holy Diver album cover. Um, uh, Real quick, while we're talking this, I'll go ahead and do a little rundown of uh, both albums, too. So Holy Diver was released May 25th of 1983. It was certified gold in the U.S. on September 12th of 1984 and platinum on March 21st of 1989. This cover art was by Randy Barrett uh, or Beret, excuse me, features uh, the band's mascot, Murray, uh, spinning chains around waves where a man with a priest or a minister's collar and chains is floating. Dio was quick to argue that appearances are misleading, and that it could also just as easily be a priest killing a devil, wanting people not to judge a book by its cover. Um, the, um, let's see, IG, IGN listed it number 8 of the top 25 metal albums in 2017, and Rolling Stone ranked it number 16 on the 100 Greatest Metal Albums of All Time list. So, uh, our next album.
5: Yeah!
0: The Last in Line released July 2nd, 1984. Dio's second studio album, uh, it's the first album to feature um, Rough Colts keyboardist Claude Schnell. It became the band's highest charting album in both the UK and the US, reaching number four and 23, respectively. In 2005, The Last in Line was ranked at number 372 in Hard Rock Magazine's book of the 500 greatest rock and metal albums of all time. Now then, um, gentlemen, what do we think of the covers of the uh, album art and stuff? Because um, I mean, imagine yourself in the early '80s flipping through albums at the record store, and you come across this. What are your What are your thoughts on this album artwork?
3: Well, when you flipping through and you come across the Last in Line and uh, Eddie's, or, uh, excuse me, Murray is just up there, and, you know it's whoa, that's something right there. Right, it's eye catching. Yeah, you're like, what the. F- what is that i don't know if you can curse on the show yeah we try not to there you go but anyways (laughs) nonetheless it's amazing it's like oh right you feel it come out you know you do you do and
0: and the selection of those warm colors and just that hellish kind of look it's like that
3: was the first album i bought with my own money
0: really yes well that's awesome that's actually one of the questions i ask our guests all the time so that's really cool to know uh which so holy diver or last in line last in line nice very nice uh dan what about you i know i know you said you you never bought albums but uh just um, obviously you're you're familiar with both album artworks yes Uh, what are your thoughts on these
2: well let's see here if i was going to pick out an album i always tend to kind of go a little bit more towards the darker and tormented side okay which obviously would be holy diver to me that just seems like there's a lot more peril in that maybe that's just because i'm in a death metal band i don't know right but you know it's kind of like once you get introduced into heavy metal music things really change for you as far as what your perceptions are so 100 percent right yes yeah so i mean like if you look at the last in line you see what are like tormented souls and stuff like that which you know kind of falls in the same aspect of like the early iron maiden albums and stuff like that that you would see yeah and i just to me, I'm more drawn to the sinister, cynical side of the Holy Diver album. That's what draws me to it.
0: It's the same for me, and and a lot of the same reasons. Like, if you're gonna go there and like raise some eyebrows back in the day, Holy Diver's the one doing it. I mean, when you've got a, a priest and chains in the water, like regardless of which side, however you want to interpret it, it's gonna catch your eye and, and kind of catch you off guard. Um, and and yeah, I'm, I'm like you. It just it really did a great job of setting the scene, grabbing your attention and getting you to listen to to a great album on both respects. So um, Joshua, what are your thoughts on the uh, album artwork here? Okay.
1: So growing up in the church, the one on the left, the Holy Diver one,
0: uh-huh. definitely
1: is more impactful as far as. Ooh, right. Is, um, yeah. And looking at the last in line album and knowing that one of the tracks is called Egypt. Um, to me, that looks like Egypt. That doesn't look yeah, like Yeah, that's it. true. That's true. Uh, because can you can that. see all of the. uh hieroglyphics and stuff on there so it is it talks about being slaves and then being in chains so i I would look at that as more as as less evil and not a hellish right but more of a slave
0: thing see and that's you you bring up something that just man i'm so passionate about with some of this album artwork is the fine details like Mm -hmm. when you first look at this album artwork you're like okay i see a sunset i see some demons or whatever a big demon uh and a cliff and and that's kind of the the overall scheme but you can really look close and see, like you said, you can see some hieroglyphics. You can see a lot of detail in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, I just, I miss those days, you know, where you can actually have something tangible and look at it and, and just escape with your imagination and the music. It's good well, stuff. You miss the land of milk and honey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and continue on our little journey here and start with our first tracks. So we've got Stand Up and Shout versus We Rock. Holy moly. Um, so I guess we'll just go ahead and start down the line here. And um, Ark, we'll let you start out. Um, and if you want to give us some some of any, idea, any thoughts or ide- uh, notes that you've got on either of these tracks. And then what your vote is for the better of the two songs.
3: As far as notes, I don't really have too many notes. I just know that We Rock, the opening riff, is just there. It's on from the opening of that album as soon as you put it on you drop that needle it's hitting you man right uh standing up and shout's great just doesn't break through like for an opening track on an album yeah i gotta go with we rock on that one man okay
2: that's fair uh dan what about you so i'm on the opposite side of the spectrum on this one here okay so stand up and shout to me is more of like the young teenager breaking out, you know, the, the rebellious stage. I mean, he had Twisted Sister and all that kind of stuff back then. It was all about rebellion, and I was, too. Just ask my mother. And so... <laughs> <sighs> Who's watching, by the way? Hi, Mom. Yeah, she is watching. She watches everything. So anyways, compared to We Rock, not that I have anything against Kiss, because Kiss is iconic, but to me, We Rock is very Kissy. Uh, Yeah. You know, and that's, yep. and that's just how... I perceive it. So to me, it's a little bit not as edgy, right. and it's a little bit more commercialized than stand up and shout, which was to me a little bit more impactful.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: and okay. I, kind of, and I kind of even like, I didn't write down these notes as it's just kind of like from memory, but I scored these songs too, as well as I went along. As awesome. To my so
0: awesome. Yeah. Know.
2: We'll take anything you got, man. All right. So stand up and shout. I gave an eight and we rock. I gave like a six to a seven.
0: Okay. Nice. Nice. I like that. That kind of gives us an idea of where it's at on, on your, uh, on your spectrum there. I dig that. Um, and what's funny about you saying that it kind of reminded you of kiss later on, um, in my notes, there's another track that reminds me a lot of kiss. Um, and so, so yeah, we'll get to that. But, um, so for me, uh, the, the notes that I've got written down, stand up and shout, uh, thrashy blistering solo, um, my, my overall two cents is being the first track on Dio's solo album. So keep, let's keep in mind. He's, he's been in a couple of bands. He's um, made his way through playing, playing the band game. And now he's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be responsible for my own, my own stuff here. And boy, was it blatantly obvious that he was excited that they were excited to show off their new guitar player, Vivian Campbell, uh, because that solo in and stand up and shout is just insane. Like it's, it's not like, okay, let's kind of ease into the album. It's like, Boom! Here we are, um, which I really enjoyed. However, um, also we rock. Um, it has a lot of layered vocals uh, in the in the pre-chorus, and it sounds really amazing to me. Um, and I, I feel like overall, it's got a better melody and vet, and just the vocal chops of Ronnie uh, has has improved a lot. Um, so my vote is also going to be for We Rock. I love stand up and shout though. Um, so Josh, what do you think, bud? <laughs>
1: Well, my notes, uh, first of all, the remastered versions of these songs, you could definitely tell which ones in the playlist were remastered and which ones weren't. Yes. Uh, And that makes a huge difference. Yeah, for sure. Um, For Stand Up and Shout, I don't care for the drum tones on those. Uh, The production on the drums, they just, especially the toms, they sound like boxes being beaten.
5: Yeah. Um,
1: So... That's uh that's a negative on on that um they both have great driving intros um and i really like the bass runs um bass and guitar runs before the choruses uh they have really mo- nice fast moving on stand-up and shout um it feels more anthemic um and stand up and shout is more well known i feel uh, it's in the movie rock star right yeah
0: different different stand-up and shout nope nope
1: Nope. they're driving to a show oh gotcha gotta play there you go okay gotcha yeah yeah uh we rock i don't think the intro builds as well
0: so yeah so good point yeah um how the drums start out with a (laughs) yeah that little Mm -hmm. paradiddle kind of thing yeah Um, because it's it's different it stands out but it is kind of a slow intro
1: that's that double track guitar intro with it's just right there in your face yeah i mean it, it's it's letting you know we're doing something yep. uh, the entire band starting at the same time just i think takes a little bit of this the distinctness of it out uh i like the pre-chorus better of uh we rock um yeah i think same. the progression helps move the song uh drums are better per uh produ- produced uh the vocals are aggressive but not as aggressive as stand up and shout and kind of what it boils down to me, because these guys were pretty even. I I thought to myself, um, I probably would like to perform stand-up and shout um, more. Um, if I were doing a concert, I think that one would go over better than uh, We Rock. But I do like We Rock better. But I have to give this one to stand-up and shout.
0: Okay. Stand-up and shout for you it is. Um, so... Elky, by the way, says, uh, nice whiteboard.
5: <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so let's jump over here to the comments. Um, ben Russell says, driving right now, wanted to say hi, and we love you guys. Love you guys, too, and be safe wherever you're driving, too. Julia says, so I just Googled to see if this repeated character on the album covers has a nickname, and he does. His name is Murray. Uh, Apparently, he looks more like Lucifer to me. Exactly. Yes. And his name is indeed Murray. Murray. Uh, Christy says, stand up and shout. Joshua Poole says, still need a seventh song. Seven songs or we ain't moving on. Uh, Elkie says, uh, her vote is stand up and shout. Julia agrees. Her vote is also the same. Um, Deborah says, stand up and (laughs) stand up and shout. She wants to pit. Uh, Yeah, yeah, she does want to. She wants to Stand stand up and pit. Let me see a pet. All right. Um. So where are our votes tallied up to right now?
1: We're at uh, six to two.
0: Six to two. So stand, stand up, up and, and shout. shout. Stand up and shout is going to move on. So um, let me. While you're doing that, Josh, I'll mm-hmm. keep track of the overall tracks. Okay. And you can do the votes. So let's see here. Um, i'll check them off too. huh i can check them off oh there you go yeah that'll work let's well, work for me i love it um all right now then let's go ahead and move on to track two <laughs> here we are already here we go holy diver versus the last in line good lord almighty all right ark we'll start with you what are your thoughts and what is your vote well let's see this is the toughest of all mm. this is a tough one man
3: holy diver is probably one of the first things I learned to play on bass yeah so, so that kind of hits home uh the last in line though the guitar intro to that song is to me that's uh the ultimate intro to any metal song that's the that's the one you know right that made me want to say man I want to do that oh sorry <laughs> I want to do that man you know right I told you I wouldn't curse. I'm sorry. That's all right. Anyways, I'm, I'm but, trying to no. keep your name straight. So man, it's the last in line. Yeah. I have to, definitely have to go with the last in line on that one, man.
0: Okay. It's just, uh, it's the best. Can't beat That's it. fair. That's fair. Sometimes it's just an instinct. It's just a feel it's, it's sometimes hard to describe. It's like, go I just like gut. this one. That's right. Uh, Dan, what do you think,
2: man? Well, after listening to both of these songs, 666 times, <laughs> Don't listen to it anymore. To then. keep it even. You know, right. there's, it's just when you got the two of them back to back. I couldn't outrate one over the other because both of them have outstanding qualities that kind of make up for the other one. Yeah. You know, you've got the guitar work on one and the other one, you've got more synth and keyboard stuff, which I kind of like some of that stuff. You know, I know a guy that actually plays a guitar and I can't, what's his name though? I don't know, but it it, sounds really weird. Yeah. But, you know, it's just that it kind of gives a little extra flavor to this. Yeah. But to me, it's just, I could... I can't put one over the other because both of them are iconic songs and both of them are kind of like the paving stones for guys like me that want to attempt to try to do this right on a day to day.
0: Yeah, they're they're very much so like that uh, the opening of the door of okay, and now we're getting into Dio um, to where, yeah, it's it is a hard decision. Um,
2: It's just one of those things where like if you're going to introduce somebody to metal, uh huh. Then you just play both of those songs for them right there, and then they can make a decision on which way they want to go. Yeah, and, and they're not probably going. They're going to probably get both the albums. Exactly. You know, yeah. just because of that song. So I can't, I can't put one up over the other. It's just I'm on a stalemate on those two songs. So they, yeah, they both get a nine to me.
0: Okay, so that's what I rated right. it. So you're you're uh forfeiting a vote then, huh? I guess so. All right, hey, that's fair. Uh... You got to flip a coin
3: or something, man.
2: Oh man. <laughs>
3: I can't Ugh. not vote, flip, dude. Flip can, can
2: I rock, paper, scissors myself? I don't know. Um, it's not we'll, that kind of show, brother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. Well, yes, you can.
1: Well, maybe we'll, we can make some arguments that
0: will change yeah, your mind. Yeah, we'll We'll I'm, save that for okay, the audio I, roast I, after I, dark edition. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: I'll base base it off of um, the guitarist aspect of it. To me, Holy Diver is just heavier in the guitars, and I like heavy guitar playing. So that riff
0: is so
5: iconic. So, yeah,
2: if I I was going to pick a song based on just the guitar, it'd be Holy Diver. So there we go. Okay,
0: that's fair. That's fair. Um, Let's jump over. Let's change things up a little bit and jump to the comments. Uh, Teresa says Holy Diver. Julia says Holy Diver. Christy, Holy Diver, Elky, Holy Diver. Teresa says the last in line is really great, great too. Uh, But she she voted for Holy Diver. Um, Did she already vote? Yes. Okay. Uh, Deborah says uh, this is tough, but I'm going with last in line. Holy Diver is a killer song with a smoking lead. But last is a overall better song. It's got the great intro that just blows out, blows up to rock out. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. Uh, Let's see here. Snorlord, What's up there? I know who that is. How's it going, man? Good to see you. Thank you for being here um terry says uh holy diver i know terry is a big dio fan uh thank you so much for being here terry that's awesome to see you here I have new rules um yes exactly um cindy says holy diver just barely above the last in line both are spectacular songs very well said uh rachel delaney uh says holy diver deborah says nice guyliner jerry well thank you very much a little smoky up in here um uh, elky says uh one more needed. Yes, we need one more song for seven songs in seven days.
1: <laughs> There's an alternate version to that. But
0: <laughs> there may or may not be. Maybe. Uh, all right. Uh, Steve Allington's here with us. He says, hey, watching uh, YouTube and Facebook. Nice. Hey, I like it. Give us the views. All the views. We love it. He's, um, new, he's but, everywhere in the United States. But more. Right. Exactly. But more importantly, give us your votes. Uh, Steve, what do you what do you think? OK, there we go. Right there. Holy diver. Um so uh we'll go to Josh. Josh, what do you think? Holy Diver versus Last Online.
1: Well, you know there's iconic um the iconic riff of Holy Diver. Yeah. Uh, but there are some cheesy lyrics in it. Yeah. Jump jump. That's jump deal. Up on the tiger. Y- yep, yep, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what a clean tiger is, but I know he is. <laughs> <laughs> So and, you're
0: saying you see what I mean? Yeah. Okay, gotcha.
1: And I don't know if jumping on a tiger, whether him being clean or not, really makes a difference. So uh, That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah it, and, and of course, the video also looked like a and d player's wet dream.
0: Oh, so. absolutely. Yeah, it was, it was very... It, I, I mean, it almost... Even the production and stuff, like, if you're flipping through the channels back in the day and you see that on MTV, you're like, oh, am I watching Willow? Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, this is pre-Willow. Pre-Willow. Yeah.
0: That's true. But you get the point it's, I do it's get it, yeah. yeah
1: um but it does have great harmonies yep uh but it has a terrible bass to, bass tone
0: oh you bass players I, I,
1: it's just really pinched off and mid-rangey and it is no warmth and lowness to
3: it so. say pinched off on this show
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: what the heck yeah. uh,
0: barely apparently yeah
1: <laughs> so last in line the pluses on that is if you never heard a Heard a metal song before. Um, you're just, you're going to like, just go amazed when he does the. Oh! Yeah. I mean, that is Dio. Yes. Yeah. That, that, that prolonged, powerful note. It's like, you're thinking you're getting this nice little lilty thing. Mm-hmm. And he just slams you in the face. The baseline in it is so much better. So much more moving. Yeah. Um The. Lyrics still are a little bit cheesy. Um, I think there there's some better breakdowns in "Last in Line" and the addition of the keyboard says elevates she's with the song. You, Pod boy. Yep. Uh, so I'm gonna go with "Last in Line." Okay. I just think it's a it's it's better arranged.
5: Yeah.
0: Now arrangement, I, I definitely agree. That's um, and again, that's kind of what we we're talking about and touched on at the top of this is this is where some of that production value is. Right. Like, oh, we should take this part and do this. It's not necessarily just like, oh, we should use this microphone placement and we should do this and use this tone. It's it's about structures of songs right. and stuff. Right, and that where I, to
1: place a chord and when to put a keyboard in and when not to put a keyboard in. Right. And, and there's there a lot more Full thought. throttle keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and these songs, I have had to nitpick on these two. Same. Because they are both great songs. Yep. They're both iconic. Yep, absolutely so. true.
0: Um, So for me... Obviously, I've covered both. Uh, Holy Diver we did in Sunset Strip and uh, even back in the Rat Poison days. For those of you watching it, remember those crazy adventures. Um, and then Last in Line, as soon as uh, Dio passed away, uh, my band Death May Die started covering Last in Line. And we also had this exact hard decision, like, which do we cover? Which do we cover? Um, us being a more progressive band, we decided to go with Last in Line. But instead of doing the same bridge part, we took the bridge from holy diver and inserted it in last in line to kind of do a quick little medley and which works out perfectly. Um, and, and being a singer myself, my gosh. So it is hard. It's a hard, hard decision. Um, so I'll read my notes first and it says, um, (laughs) I will say holy diver. So we've got a minute and 20 seconds of wind and eerie atmospheric keyboards, a minute and 20 seconds,
1: but not on the radio edit. No, of
0: of course not. Um, the the riff is killer it's absolutely a legendary solo it's a great song um it's when you think dio immediately you think holy diver uh and there's a lot of weight to that um last in line to me the dynamics are uh so great on this track there's so much power this this track really uh packs a punch uh vocal perfection the power the vibrato the tone overall i feel like it's just a more mature track a more um refined um and polished track and even with with uh dio's vocals himself um my vote is the last in line yep. um a lot of what you said joshua is um uh, on repeat for me the build up the dynamics of um we're a ship without storm you know and all this really warm and just kind of pulsing bring you in and then
5: home
0: becomes very formulaic i won't say very formulaic they they follow it up in in last in line album later on in in the track listing and we'll get into that um but it was like oh that works. I said that backwards, sorry, in the holy diver. Um, but it works. And it's it's very this is that Dio sound. Like it's it's this it's the juxtaposition of he's got that really soft, sultry power kind of thing, and then mix it with like actual power and, and full out voicing and uh, great stuff. Um Last in Line is my vote. Uh Deborah Klein says hashtag seven cash machine by the Oliver Tree. Uh, she said that's her son's pick. Very cool. Uh what is your son's name so we can shout him out? Um Steve says uh how about Stargazer by Rainbow? That is one of my favorite Dio songs. That is a great song. Uh but it's
1: not on these It albums. is
0: not on either Holy Diver or Last in Line, however. Um my old band we used to do um what cu- what was that song that we did? Um It wasn't We Rock. I'll think of it. I'll think of it before the show's over. Um yeah, it's hard to go wrong with Dio, man. Um all right. So uh where are we at on votes? we're at like nine to four nine to four yeah wow yeah and it is um holy diver diver. hey man it's honestly um it's also the bigger what's that
1: i'm not mad at it
0: i'm not i'm not mad at anything that comes from this episode this is a win-win um I will say it does help a lot of these votes are probably because it's um, familiar right because it's got a lot more mainstream play like you're flipping through the radio station you'll probably hear holy diver right you probably won't at least in this area here last in line unless you've got like satellite radio or something so yeah yeah. Um, Cameron couch is her son's name uh, on Cameron that seven couch yeah. um, awesome all right let's go ahead and uh, do track three and then we'll take a break hmm <gasps> Yeah, yeah, all right. Gypsy versus Breathless. Um, whoops. Uh, Elky says Holy Diver wins. That's right. Yes, it does. Um, hey Elsicos, what's up, Joel? Thanks for joining us, my friend. Good to see you. Um, all right. So Gypsy versus Breathless. Ark, what do you think, Gypsy or Breathless? <laughs> One word, Gypsy. <laughs> One word. Yes. That is correct, <laughs> Gypsy, huh? So, so why Gypsy over Breathless?
3: That's where that's where the tide shifts for me. Uh, that's where um, the meat of the album begins. It's where the whole it opens to be the abyss opens. If you know, right? What I'm yeah, yeah. You know, and like, here we uh, are.
0: Yeah, we've kind of established this is our sound. This is what we are. Here, here we are. Yeah,
3: that song. The as you were talking about arrangements earlier, that uh-huh. the arrangement of that song, it it has the perfect build to me. It just it's there. It's full all the way through. There's the solos rip. It's it beats the shit out of breathless. Sorry. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You don't have to put a swear jar up That's here or right, something, yeah, Jared. Well, I'm yeah, sorry. Dang man. it. We, we sure should have.
0: That's all right. No big deal, man. Hope you're not uh, getting fined for these. Ah. It's all right. We'll just take it out of your paycheck. Uh fair, enough. <laughs> fair, enough. Um, fair. So so gypsy. Yeah. Um Dan, what do you think? What are your thoughts on Gypsy and Breathless? Well, so far.
2: I've been opposite of everything that he has to say based on the albums. Yeah. So that's why I went first.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. We're going to change it up on the next, on the next round. So
2: that's, that's kind of cool. So to be honest with you, I can't remember exactly why I put these score ratings on here, Okay, but i picked
0: but i i kind of love that too though yeah because it's like you're in the spur of the moment you're in the album you're in that zone Mm -hmm. what are you feeling right then and there so that's cool that's all right
2: to be honest with you i hadn't heard either one of those songs that Mm -hmm. much in my life
5: yep
0: same thanks, thanks to the radio
2: so i slightly picked breathless over gypsy but not by much by just one point so there was just a lot more dynamics i felt breathless and i don't know if it was in the the lyrics or if it was just the overall production of the entire song to me okay because you know there are certain aspects i do like keyboards i do like you know dynamics and theatricals and stuff like that and a lot of the music i listen to right so to me it was just for this album and i'm not going to say that about a whole lot of the songs on the last line album sorry guys but to me this song was just a little bit more uh in my ballpark than
0: gypsy was overall so yeah yeah that's right guy very cool um joshua what do you think
1: so these are probably the one of my two
0: least favorites songs um before you go mm -hmm. this is the one that i haven't made a decision that i'm like i I can't i'm just gonna wait okay well
1: here's here's what my thoughts were okay Gypsy. okay two on both of them i said that the The solos throw everything in it, and they shred, and they don't add anything to the song. Um, Yeah. As far as, it's just shredding. There's no lyricalness to it, so you could pull those solos out and put them in any song. Right. uh, And and they would just fit to, you know, there's there's nothing lyrical about them, so they didn't knock me out other than the technical ability. That's pretty cool, but it just doesn't seem like they were playing for those songs.
0: Right um yeah um, the neither what, what these, we would normally refer to as like a filler track kind of yeah, thing yes.
1: yeah yes uh neither of these songs feel like a dio song to me i agree um gypsy sounds more like an acdc song
0: interesting i have i have a, a band that they sound like but it's yeah. not acdc
1: and the reason i said that is because to me it sounds more i i would think more like on lines of cinderella because of where his vocal placement is, he's singing higher and he's using less of those uh, unique vowel sounds he's using when he normally sings his stuff. So right. it's just more straight, off, straight on and less sounding like Dio. Um, so the only reason I went with Breathless is that his vocal stylings sounded <laughs> more like Dio. So that's I went fair. with Breathless because he sounds more like himself in that.
0: That's And that's that's a solid argument. That's mm-hmm. a solid reason to go with that.
1: But neither one of them sound like a a Dio song. It right. doesn't have the doesn't that classic the, Dio feel the and classic sound. Classic yeah. Dio feel. Yeah,
0: yeah. I totally understand that for sure. Um. So breathless. Um. Actually, I'm gonna go the other way around. So gypsy. Um. Like I said, this is this was easily the hardest choice for me. Um. As far as just not being able to make up my mind, and I think a lot of that is exactly what you said. It's just they almost have that filler kind of feel mm-hmm. to me personally um i think they're both good songs but for me the opening scream, the yeah reminds me almost verbatim it's just in a different key of quiet riots mental health um
1: i can see that
0: yeah yep um it's uh it's got a more straightforward rock feel than than breathless does um so without getting too far into the weeds i just feel i'm gonna go with gypsy i'm just gonna go with my gut on this uh, i feel like gypsy is the better of the two even though it doesn't sound a lot like dio A part of me is actually appreciative of that too, that he's showing (laughs) dynamics in I can do this or I could do that. And it's just,
1: yeah, I I get that. But he sounds like other people, other contemporaries. If he sounds like, um, if he sounds like quiet riot, then why, why does there need to be a DO? So if he sounds like ACDC, why does there need to be a DO?
0: So, uh, I'd actually went ahead and did a little more homework on that too. And, uh, Metal Health by Quiet Riot came out uh, March 11th of 1983. Mm -hmm. And Holy Diver album came out uh, May 25th of 83. So just two months away from each other. So it's not like they had that to actually compare to while they're writing it. When did
1: ACDC come out?
0: Well, it depends on which, (laughs) it depends on which song you're talking about and which, uh, kind of what era, right? But it it sounds like a... I get that too.
1: Gypsy sounds like an ACDC written song too, even vocally and even kind of just you know like one of their filler tracks it does sound like an
0: acdc filler track it me. does it does but it's got um, more
1: than three chords in it it does
0: it does there you go um all right so let's go on to so the, i didn't change
1: your mind you're still gonna go with Gypsy. i'm still gonna go with Gypsy. okay yeah well, that's yeah a just, prerogative yeah you know but it's still Dio. so you know again there's are no losers no loser there
0: on this on this episode that's it's a win-win um the so, real
1: winners are the ones who listen to the playlist.
0: That's right. That's right. That's right.
5: There you go. That's you uh, guys, I would yeah. I would play
0: it. I would play it right now. But the old YouTube I'm and Facebook meh, don't like all that a playing minute. the music stuff uh, of the actual track. So uh, going to the comments, Joel says uh, Gypsy. Deborah says Gypsy. Christy Gypsy for sure. Joel also says, uh, Holy Diver smokes last in line. Uh, Joel? I don't know if it smokes it, but uh, I definitely get it. You know? Um, Teresa says, Breathless probably just because I'm more familiar with that than that I'm more familiar with that one. Easy for me to say. Um, Joel says, mental health. Yeah, I think I said mental. Sorry, my, my bad. Um, Joel says, uh, Because Dio is king, Elkie's vote is gypsy. Terry says, 1983, the year I graduated from high school. Rock on, girl. The year that I was born. Um, Terry says, uh, The best music is from the 80s. I It's hard to argue, for sure. Uh, yeah, I know, Elkie. <laughs> we're going to make sure you're day drinking today as well. Uh, all right, so... Uh, our vote total is what, Josh? It's six to three. Six gypsy, to three gypsy. It is so. um All right. It's not
1: looking good for Last in Line. All three songs. Oh, we got won. three for That's Holy Diver, huh? Three,
0: yeah, it's nothing for Last in Line. Interesting. Interesting. First, uh, it might third. be a
1: shutout. I don't know.
0: Ah, we'll see. We'll see. There's a
1: lot of love for Holy Diver. <laughs> there, is.
0: there is. Um. Oh, Jerry says, "Jared, you made me feel old. I'm sorry." I'm sorry. You're not. You're not. Uh Joel says both LPs kill. Yes, they absolutely do. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick little break. We're going to come back and um do some more some more DO talk. But uh I don't know if you got the intro of the show. I accidentally skipped ahead on our newest sponsor. So we're going to replay that. And uh here we go. Here's uh, Jody Guy Cotton Gim with Rewind Records.
4: Hey guys, how's it going? This is Jody from uh, Rewind Records and Papa Green Shoes. I want to take a minute to do a 360, three albums in 60 seconds if possible. The Doors, we all know about The Doors. This was an album, they only put two out after Jim died. So the three left, they went ahead and said, let's do it again, and they did it for two times, and then they left this one. Uh, as I think it's the second to the last album. Full circle. Um, Nito Doors album. Let's keep moving. Who likes Leonard Skinner? Well, like everyone, uh, this is a band we ran into. The Rosington Collins band, actually, in 1979, uh, this band was put together after the 1977 death, the airplane crash that killed three of them. With well, the two guitar players, Gary Rollins and Alan Collins, they put this band together. And if you want to hear Skinner, new Skinner, but you can't pick this up it sounds like Skinner, just different. Okay. Um, it's going to be a busy week. <clears throat> Excuse me. One of the things uh, is the 11th anniversary of Ronnie James deal. And I wanted to bring this one out. Look at that. Yeah. That's the Elf album. Yes. That's from 1972 on CBS. Um, recorded in Atlanta, Georgia. This was his first signed deal way before the deal. This is actually Mr. Ronald Padovina. I hope I said that right Hey, I've got to get to work It's Thursday night I will see you on the stage Or at the store Or on the road Bye Hey, it's Jody, and I wanted to uh, bring you up to speed on what we've been doing over the last year. I started a record store, and the record store is called Rewind Records. It's in Marshfield, Missouri, and it's at 1100 Spur Drive, Suite 120. Marshfield is only about 20 minutes away from Springfield. So come on down and visit. Uh, It's inside of a really cool store called Unique Antiques and Collectibles. Come down, that's kind of Monday through Saturday, about 10 to 6. Uh, give me a call, hit me a direct message, however you want. But we have entered that vinyl album record game and we have a new store and it's called Rewind Records. See you soon.
0: New yeah, the Kleiner Wrestling Review. From the perspective of yet another fan. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on YouTube and Facebook. Yeah. Join the hopes Jared,
3: Jared, or John. That's them right there. You know, teacher of the year
0: and stuff. Yeah. With a crowd. With a crowd.
4: Wednesdays
0: on YouTube. That's right. Require a wrestling review from the perspective of yet another fan. Or two. Episodes available now. Hey Springfield, Robert and Cheryl Crook here.
2: And together we are Zen Lens Photo Media.
0: You've probably seen us around town, but did you know we also do family and children photography?
2: Don't forget maternity and infant sessions.
1: As well as senior portraits and weddings.
2: Please keep us in mind when you need event coverage and videography.
1: Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or www.zenlensphotomedia.com.
5: Or you can give us a call at 417-818-7067 and book your session today.
4: Classic rock coffee. It's coffee that rocks, yeah. This ain't your typical coffee shop. It's Java with Attitude, baby. From the moment you step onto the stage, you'll see, hear, and taste the difference. We're rocking and roasting seven days a week with guitars, amps, lights, burning wrists, and groupies. We've got the best coffee: frappe, smoothies, protein shakes, pastries, and sandwiches. Oh, yeah, green M&M's if you get backstage. Come on in and get a whole lot of love. Get the idea of a Babies, even if you don't love classic rock, well, that's impossible. You're going to love classic rock coffee. Check us out. Located at Kansas Expressway and Sunset.
0: All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. That's right. So uh, over here in the comments, I want to catch up here. It says, um... Okay, says, want to see Jody? Yes, Jody's killing it out there in Marshfield. Uh, got a new record store. So uh, welcome, Jody, to being a official sponsor of the Audio Roast Podcast and being on board with Team Tarp. Love I it.
1: I'm going to have to go out there because I he like doing some vinyl.
0: He, he, was, he was absolutely just so excited and talking my ear off about it and got me to like, man, I'm, I'm the same. I just want to go out yeah. there. And he's like, dude, it's it's a lot. It's going to be overwhelming. I'm like, all right, we'll make yeah. a day of it. So uh, so go check it out man out in Marshfield it's just a short drive away and uh, totally worth it he, he was telling me about all these albums that he's got um, and so what we're gonna do is um, the first part of that we're gonna do a new one each week and he's gonna feature three oh, new albums wow. each week um, nice. and it's it's gonna be Jody's picks uh, Jody's 360 three albums in 60 seconds or a little bit longer and that's okay um, so uh, yeah Joel says elf yes, good stuff elf album cover looks like uh, tuck on a paps night. <laughs> You're not wrong. You are not wrong. Holy cow. Yeah. The old homeless tuck himself. (laughs) Uh, Kim Hart says that Doors album cover looks like uh, Salvador Dali inspired. Very cool. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Joel says, wow, record store in my town. That's right, Joel. Go hit him up. Uh, Rewind Records is the name of it. Uh, Cool story. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm excited for Jody. I think Jody uh, has been kind of antsy to get into a new venture. And so that's what he's been up to uh jody is just cool he absolutely is man he's he is good good people Teresa says right on jody congrats on your store and uh congrats from elki and Lena as well um Lena, thanks for joining us good to see you steve says hey i have an idea for a future show want to hear it yes sir i do um all right so let's go ahead and take a couple minutes and get to know mr archangel um there we go how's it going man are you enjoying yourself so far Hey man, it's great. You're a great host. I'm I'm mediocre-ish. Yeah, not bad. But I enjoy it. I have fun. Don't
3: get lost in here, his man. eyes.
1: Like <laughs> What's that? Don't get lost in his yes, eyes. Yes.
0: Don't get lost in my eyes. You see, that's why I wear these
1: glasses. So you can't <laughs>
0: get <laughs> lost. <laughs> you know, in my there eyes. you go. Yeah. Yes. I, I might turn into stone or some such. Um. So, oh, I was supposed to have my notes ready. I knew I was supposed to be doing something during that commercial mm. break. Um. So.
1: So, Archangel. Do we call you Arch or Angel, Mister Angel or? Is that what you your parents named you at birth dude
3: i've had a thousand (laughs) nicknames over the years um actually when i started being on the evolution on q102's radio show i became the archangel on the radio show and it kind of stuck so my closer friends over that last 20 mm-hmm. years whatever it's been uh so
1: you're kind of like alice cooper it yeah was like it, the name of the band and I, just I literally was like
3: something. at the ouija board and i'm like oh, i need a name and uh, archangel came up so here I am.
0: Either, either that or your arms got tired and you're like okay it might say archaeology but man i'm tired of doing this we're just gonna stop right there at Ark. Like, i don't spill very well anyways so. <laughs> hey that's fair that's fair uh me neither just ask dan <laughs> uh i'd like to buy a vowel please no <laughs> all right so um here's the deal we've got a uh a riveting opening question for you that we ask everybody on the show um no setup no anything Ark, what is your favorite flavor of pop tart
3: well it's the s'mores dude the s'mores oh a s'mores guy the, uh, nice the s'mores because you can freeze them and it's like ice cream
0: I've only heard of this freezing Pop-Tarts one other time. Here's my question. And I'm glad because somebody in the comments one time said something about this. Why? What is the advantage to freezing it? Because they're like indestructible. They're science, apocalyptically dude. acceptable. They said it's like it's ice science. Cream. It changes, the, changes everything.
1: Really? Now, do yeah. you warm it up afterwards or do you eat it frozen? No, you eat it frozen. Oh, you eat it frozen.
3: Another one we're gonna to
0: have to try. Yeah. When you when you get it out of the freezer, though,
3: I recommend getting the small ones, the bites. If you're gonna do yeah. that, yeah. Okay, that's, that's fair. What my that's what my daughter told me.
0: That's fair. I don't know. Um, I've,
3: I've never personally experienced it.
0: Okay. When you pull it out of the uh, freezer, do you add butter or no butter? Can't yeah, no melt butter on ice, dude. Hey, no the butter. people want to know. I'm just, I'm just. No, no, shoot, no butter. Don't shoot the middleman. <laughs> no, no butter. No butter. No butter. No butter is better. But um, if I was putting it on fire, I'd butter it. There you go. There you go. Um, all right. So did you play any instruments while you were in school? I did, however, yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What did you play?
3: I started out playing the sousaphone. Really? Yeah. Sousaphone, baritone. And then I moved over to percussion and all that with the marching band stuff. So
0: Nice. Nice. Did you do that like in middle school and high school or just high school or for how long? Both.
3: Very cool, man. Yeah. And in high school, actually, we were... Uh, in a pep band with the at all the basketball games and stuff. i actually got to play yeah. my, my band at the time when we we're like fifteen playing Guns N' Roses and Nirvana songs. Dude, and stuff that's like awesome. That. So, at all the pep rallies get to play then band at the school. So
0: Right. That was my childhood. That's great, man. That's awesome. Um, is there any instrument that you don't play, but you wish that you could? Strangely enough, the oboe. Really? Yeah, that's really cool, it's man. It's just bizarre. Exactly. It's yeah. Weird. So, so it's why got not? some cool tunes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah And as that.
1: long as you're playing it by yourself and not with another oboe, they sound really good.
0: <laughs> sure. Um... <laughs> More than one
1: oboe sounds terrible because their their pitches are so much dependent on the embouchure, yeah, which is your mouth shape. There's really no way to
3: tune it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. you just that's gotta fair. hope you're close. Double
1: reeded instruments are very difficult there to you keep go. in tune.
0: I played trumpet and viola i don't know what the hell y'all were talking about sorry
1: <laughs> we're, we're musicians so oh god this is heavy metal harp
5: i like that <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh i want to jump over here to the comments make sure we're not missing out on anything um uh, Elky says welcome mark uh show that whiteboard again She's dying to see this. Art. Uh, well, this whiteboard. Well, yeah, the one that you can't see unless you change. I the one that said "Hi, Mom." You'd have. Oh, Aww. there you go. Hi, Mom. We all got whiteboards. They're all great. I too. got two of them. Yeah, there you go. Um, this one says hi, Kel. There you go. Nice. Uh, Steve says, um, bring me on with a couple members of Public Assassin and Joel, and we could talk about Springfield's history of extreme metal. It's gonna do happen. Do it. Just saying, it's gonna happen. Um, I've actually got a really good idea for that. So hold tight on that. Um Joel says, Yep, cool idea. Stephanie says, Finally, finally, a s'mores guy. That's right. There you go. Uh Steve Stewart, heavy metal harp. There you go. Elkie says, Hell yeah, us cheerleaders loved our pep bands. Yeah, growing up in high school, uh, pep so in in orchestra. I played in orchestra and in band, and it was the whole, you know, just the the traditional, boring, you know. Okay, sure, yeah. And then it was the pep bands and stuff that was like, finally, some actual music. <laughs> so, so it definitely uh, pumped things up. Deb says uh, you tune in with you tune with the read. There you go. Um, yes, arcs. All right. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's see here. Which way? You you've already told us what your first album was, so I'm gonna I'm gonna skip around here a little bit. Um, what was your first concert and who did you go with? Boys, my first
3: concert was the Beach Boys. No kidding. Yeah, I was like seven. My mom took me to Great Adventure in New Jersey, and we, uh at the end of you know, they have the shows at the end of the day and everything. Beach Boys were there, man. I was checking it out. Seven years old. I'm like, wow, this is pretty. It's it's what I wanted to do from that moment. That's on, cool, man.
0: Know. Yeah, yeah. So you got bit by the bug. That's awesome. Um, if you could, I know it's so metal. <laughs> I'm uh, no no kidding. Whenever I started playing drums, when I was like, I don't know, 13 or so, um, the Beach Boys are albums that we had around, and that was exactly who I started playing drums to, to learn how to play drums. Giddy Up 409. and I mean, mean, just straightforward, as simple as it gets with two, four beats, and uh, great music, man. Good stuff. (laughs) There you go. Um, So um, let me ask you this. Um, I want to kind of separate the difference between in my opinion cover bands and tribute bands cover bands to me um make it your own do whatever kind of music style you want etc etc whereas a tribute band let's say is you're paying tribute to one person um you're trying to be as close to them as you can if that's if that's your thing um so my question to you is if you had to be in a tribute band who what artist or what band would you want to pay tribute to
3: it's always a go-to the dime bag the pantera man there you always go. Yeah. um that should always be a thing
0: yeah i mean it's it's great heavy riffs it's good stuff man you,
3: you know uh dude i saw the beach boys in 82 joel right,
0: Sorry, oh yeah it. oh yeah yeah dennis wilson rules yeah absolutely yeah,
3: man. but uh, no uh f- for real it's just breaking it out and doing it you know
0: yeah absolutely Going with it absolutely. it's,
3: it's got to be pantera man
0: there you go um and my final question for you is: um, What would you be if you f- had followed your childhood dream? I'd be a WWE superstar. Ooh, yeah, dig it, love it, man. Same. They still owe me money. Literally, broke my literally, head. same. It's another story. Uh, for speak, another day, actually, for another show. Yeah, exactly. We'll talk about uh, your uh, your experience in uh, WCW, WCW Thunder. WCW, yes. <laughs> Oh yes, I know a little something, something. Uh, all right, so uh, we've got a little video clip of you playing. Uh, and I, while we're while we're playing this and watching this, if you would kind of talk to us about it, tell us who all you're playing with, what it is, where it is, that kind of stuff. Um, so here is Archangel. What
3: do we got here? This is oh, it's Hesha Crucible. Yeah. Yeah.
0: lovely little ballad. Dude, that's Hellblast. No,
3: oh, I can't even tell. I don't know what my own song is. Dan, what song are we playing,
5: dude?
3: Where is this at? Uh, this was in Kansas City. Um, dang, dude, you got me on the spot.
0: Would you like to pick this one out of the air? <laughs> He's the one that picked it. He can't even think of it. <laughs>
3: I thought it was the Black Sabbath <laughs> cover. Oh. Dorsey, I failed you. I don't even know. Nimbus. Yeah. Well. Dude, there it is. There you go. Jesus Christ. I knew it'd come to Yeah, it's heavy stuff, man. No, it's uh, Brandon Dorsey on guitar there and vocals. Yep. we got Sam Smith playing drums on that, man. No, it's, it's probably... Our, our final performance actually, this session was the last show we played. Um, in Kansas City, was Warrior Fest. It was a uh, all proceeds went to the Wounded Warrior Project.
5: Yeah, yeah, uh, it was a
3: pretty good, pretty big deal. I want to say 20 bands all over came to play it. Dang, that yeah, was cool, man.
0: Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, there is a lot of money. I don't know the
3: numbers, yeah, but, you know. Oh, that's awesome. Is a good deal. That's really cool, man. Yeah.
0: That's really cool. Um, So uh, let's see here. (laughs) Steve Stewart says Archangel is a great wrestling name. I would agree with that. Crowbar tribute. Uh, Let's see here. Um, Brian says, sup, folks. Baggage machine broke at KCI, but I'm on now. Wow, that's uh, quite a predicament. That really sucks. Casey says uh, Dan Delaney and Jared Isaacs to double pedal or not to double pedal.
2: Uh, I would have to say that would be depending on the drummer because if um, a drummer can't operate two pedals, then they just need to do kindergarten, <laughs> kindergarten stuff,
0: and so, it yeah.
1: also depends on the song,
0: right? That's you true. You don't want to do
1: funk with a double pedal, there's a
0: time and place for everything right. to there it is. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, Steve, oops, I missed it. Steve Allington says, Crowbar tribute band, Ed, let's make it happen. There you go, Crowbar, that's his suggestion. Hey man I'll see um uh, Dan says depends on the drummer there you go oh my god uh, I love Sam Smith he a homie there you go Sam Smith' is amazing he is he is indeed all right guys uh let's go uh continue on we're we're a third of the way done we've got two-thirds left to go let's uh check out our well that was weird I probably yeah. uh I probably duplicated that probably
5: <laughs> so uh
0: we've got yeah. we're back to holy Diver versus last in line we're at caught in the middle. Versus I speed at night. Wow, mm. some some good tracks here. Um, we're okay. So I said we're gonna we're gonna s- switch things around a little bit. So let's do that, Dan. I'm gonna start with you. Where are you at on Caught in the Middle versus I speed at night?
2: All right. Well, again, due to my expertise and pre- preparation here, so Caught in the Middle, I gave a seven. Okay. Okay. And I speed. At night, I gave an 8 to a 9. I think it had to do with, uh, one, the lyrics. I like the lyrics better um, in I Speed at Night. And I like the guitar riffs really well in I Speed at Night. It's just, I'm not, I... When it comes to, uh, this is probably one of the least commercial-sounding songs on the album, so that's why I kind of liked it. Yes. Um, So when I say commercial, you're talking like... Your typical pop radio stuff that everyone uh-huh. would just really you know what sells them right so that's to me that's what i kind of like more about that it had the less poppy feel compared to a lot of the songs on yeah that album. yeah so that's why i like i speed at night better than the other one is just overall the guitar work and put togetherness and vocals and everything
0: yeah so i I I definitely get what you're saying and agree with the, uh, that poppy kind of feel. Now I will say that in my opinion, I do feel, especially with I speed at night is produced a lot of the same as some of those popular metal kind of sounds, uh, songs, excuse me. Um, but it's just, uh, the delivery is not that pop mainstream. This is our commercial marketing campaign, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so for me, um, my notes on this is, um, Caught in the Middle, uh, by the way, it shares the same main guitar riff as Vivian Campbell's previous band, uh, Sweet Savage's song called Straight Through the Heart, uh, which they ended up also using that name later on in this album. Um, and then uh, as I Speed at Night, I've got that I really enjoy the melody and of the chorus um, and the song just really gets you pumped up. I mean, I literally was actually listening to this when I was leaving here at the studio the other night uh, and, and just driving in the car and I was like, what a perfect song to be listening to while you're driving down the the highway at night. Like just good stuff, man. Um, I, I I too, I'm going to vote. I speed at night. I, I just think overall it's a better, it's a more polished. Again, it goes back to what we talked about at the beginning. It's just kind of a more mature sound and I dug it. Um, what do you think? Archangel?
3: Not even speaking musically, but I speed at night because back in my brother bought a brand new grand national, when, in 87 when they came out and that song driving that car
0: yeah so hearing it
3: just takes you back to that yes yeah definitely i so, totally understand that just based on driving a grand national
2: I mean, it makes you want to drive fast triple it does. digits it does. you know down the garden
0: State parkway is pretty rad so there you go i speed at night i like it i like it josh what do you think man
1: well um i speed at night sounds like an early thrash metal song yep uh and but to me it feels a little redundant it, yes yeah. you know it doesn't really progress it's just kind of uh to me it feels just kind of like one note uh song that's very fast
0: right uh, I, I feel like what you're saying is a lot of kind of what i say sometimes on seven songs in seven days that right. it, it just doesn't go to that next gear right yeah uh
1: and caught in the middle to me sounds like a like a kind of a crossover song right where he's trying to if you don't like holy diver or stand up and shout, you might like caught in the middle.
5: There you um, go. Yeah. Uh,
1: to me, it sounded like it could have been on a, like a movie soundtrack,
0: like a Rocky training. Really? Montage. Cause I really feel that way about I speed at night. I really? really do. Oh yeah. No,
1: no. See this one to me sounds more like survivor. Okay. And so, um, it felt like that's what he was trying to go for was to try to get, you know, people who probably wouldn't listen to Dio or didn't see the album covers to maybe that get some airplay on like some, some pop radio. Gotcha. Uh, so, um, I thought the harmonies on the guitars as far as the solo was better. And I just thought it was better written, had more, more progression to the song. Yeah. So I went with uh, caught in the middle.
0: There you go. All right. Caught in the middle. Um, let's see here. Joel says, uh, caught in the middle, but that's, but that one's a tough call. Yeah, it, it really is, Joel. Um, these are these are two really great songs. I really enjoy both of these a lot. Uh, Rachel says, I speed at night. Shame on you. I'm just kidding. Uh, she That's her vote for that song. Steve says, I speed at night. Hands down. Elky says, um, 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 times five drink. <laughs> Elkie votes, I speed at night. Deborah Klein says, caught in the middle. One of my favorite songs. That's awesome. It's awesome. Um, so if we were to call it right now, where are our votes? Six to three, six to speed three. At night, I speed at night. All right, so we'll call it, and that's what's going to go on to advance. Um, so our next set of songs.
5: <laughs>
0: don't talk to strangers. Yeah,
5: yeah. All right.
0: Yeah, don't talk to strangers versus One Night in the City. Uh, all right, Dan,
2: what do you think? Well, don't talk to strangers of course is another one of those popular like you're gonna hear on the radio more than anything else yeah but there's just something about how he sang that song that kind of gets you in the feels you know i mean it has this heavy moments but that song is just more like uh, i really don't know how to describe it overall because to me it just it, it it talks to me a lot more than what is it one night in the city. One uh-huh. night One night in the city to me sounds kind of like um, a soundtrack off of like Miami Vice or, you know, like um, maybe a jacked up Kiss song. Right. You know, someone might shoot me for saying that. But, you that's know, that's literally it, what I have in my
0: notes when we were talking earlier. That's, that's literally the song. Yeah. And I was like, this is a Kiss song, man. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I mean, not that I don't have respect for Kiss because they're absolutely they wouldn't be where they are if they
5: didn't know absolutely. what they were doing.
2: But. At the same time when you are talking metal, you right. know, there's uh certain aspects that be like Is he gonna lose his metal card over this song?
0: Exactly. Yeah.
2: You know, One like,
5: night in the city. So, looking hot, looking pretty.
2: I'm like, what? So yeah, don't yeah. talk to strangers all the way compared to don't that one. Don't talk to strangers. Don't so,
0: talk to strangers. And it's a good
2: lesson for six-year-olds to not just you know go out and just everybody. You know, yeah, everybody, everybody, man. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Unless you're, um, unless you're in a metal band. Then you talk to <laughs> lots of
0: strangers. Especially if you have candy. That's right. Um <laughs> and drive a white minivan. And puppies. <laughs> uh yeah. So for me, don't talk to strangers. Absolutely, hands down. Um to me, the opening is so epic uh, and beautiful. It's This is the other song that follows that formula, that laid the formula, in my opinion, for Last in Line with that really soft bring you in. Here's a big note, and here's the rest of the song. Uh, a really great formula, by the way. The guitar riff is reminiscent, um, almost a little bit of Sales of Charon by the Scorpions. Um, the, the tone of the guitar, I will say, is a little bit dated sounding, in a good way. Um, it's just... Uh, I don't know, just vintage sounding is is all I know how to say that. Um, One Night in the City, it's a good song, but the chorus leaves a lot to be desired, uh, which the melody, I wish that the melody went up or something. It sounds too simplistic. It sounds like Kiss. is exactly what I had in my notes. So, uh, for me, like I said, Don't Talk to Strangers is the clear and decisive winner, in my opinion, on this one. Uh, Exactly. Joshua? Uh,
1: So, One Night in the City, I thought had a great intro riff. Um, and I know the guitar parts during the, the during the vor- verses aren't flash, but they don't distract from the vocal melody. True. Uh, so I felt that it supported it or at least attempting to support it rather than running all over what he was doing vocally. So I, yeah. I think they had that in mind while they were writing it. Right. Um, I thought the solo is, was more lyrical, um, uh, on that and not just shredding for shredding purposes right uh, and i thought the solo supported the song a little bit better than don't talk to strangers but again don't talk to strangers has that formulaic intro that he has the yeah acoustic and then punching and then it changes to a nice fast riff.
0: they're only there to do your heart
1: right and then it drops to a half time in there which yes. is really nice yes um so i even though they were both good arrangements, I felt that uh Don't Talk to Strangers has a better arrangement.
5: Yeah, I would agree.
1: Again, nitpicking on these things because they're both great songs. Yeah.
0: Truly. This is this is of all six of the uh classic album clashes that you and I have done, I feel like this is like really the one that's like either way, and I'm okay with it because they're right. both just killer albums. Um yeah. Um, so over in the comments, it looks like uh we've got now,
1: did we get archangels
0: no, no sorry i'm sorry no we didn't come on don't talk to strangers there you go i don't know how oh, this why? works
1: i'm just so like, far it's a shutout but oh, hey yeah.
0: don't talk to strangers why come because
3: uh they're an evil drug don't
1: talk
5: to strangers
3: Uh <laughs> um, don't, don't smell talk- the flowers because they're the evil drug there you go they make you lose your mind
0: <laughs> deborah says uh don't talk to strangers Joel says Don't Talk to Strangers, one of his best. I would strongly agree with that, Joel. I think it's a great great song. Uh Steve says Strangers. Uh Steve, a different Steve says One Night in the City. Uh Don't Talk to Strangers from Elkie. Joel says they're only there to do you harm. Mm-hmm. Uh Rachel says Don't Talk to Strangers, Brian Strangers. Joel says uh, I think the whole album Last in Line was very commercial. Um, I think I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that it was polished a lot more in arrangements and sound production and all that kind of stuff uh, we got there.
2: See, that's my notes for last in line. Look, see what's that word right there.
0: Commercial. Commercial. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean,
2: exactly.
1: what musician wants to sell albums?
2: This <laughs> right. Yeah. Or go who platinum.
3: Was that yeah. the first album they recorded at Sound City, or was was Last in Line uh, the first one they recorded? I, at I
0: believe Sound they both. Uh, well, they were both recorded in California. I can't remember. I know that Holy Diver was. I'm sorry. That Last in Line was. I believe. Um, I'll have to look into that. There's something about anything that was recorded there. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah absolutely. That Neve board was amazing. And yeah, that's the ticket right there. Yeah. The
0: board. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Um Elkie, I'm sorry. Uh Elkie says, "Wow, a sweep." Uh Marjorie says, "I nope, just got they, here." Marjorie, One Night ahead. has got one vote. Oh, oh, okay. Uh Marjorie says, "She just got here." Marjorie, go ahead and start voting, girl. Uh we've got Don't Talk to Strangers versus One Night in the City. Um so let us know which one you think. Um so uh so w- tell us what was that again, Josh? Where are we at? It
1: is 8 to 1. 8 to yeah. 1. Yeah. One vote for the One Night.
0: I'd say we might as well call that. I think so. I don't think it's going to recover from that. All right. So uh, don't talk to strangers. We're going to go ahead and call and that'll advance. Um, And our next track. We've got straight through the heart versus evil eyes. Um, Okay. So Dan, what do you think of track six here? Um, Straight through the heart and evil eyes.
2: I'm going to keep this simple. Okay okay so straight to the heart over evil eyes okay i can't really remember why okay but i definitely definitive my scores there's a big variance as to why so if i heard it again i'd probably be like oh yeah, yeah that there's that's but, why but yeah, yeah. yeah that's why but my store speaks for itself so yeah there you
0: go yep. that's fair i like that again i really like the fact that just as you're listening you're like this is my gut reaction. And and to me you don't need to explain it when you do something like that. It's just like in the moment this is how I feel. Take it or leave it. I love that.
2: There were a few songs that like that I hadn't heard before mm-hmm. that when I was listening to him, I didn't quite finish the song. I just skipped it to the next song. There's okay, you know, so it's, if a song does that to me, if I've already lost interest and I don't want to hear it anymore, then it's just gonna be that's what it is.
0: Absolutely. So. No, I, I totally can understand that because uh I listened to that playlist that I made a handful of times, and there were several times that I was like, What did I just hear? I need to re-listen to this because I was I like kind of zoned out and it, it lost me, and I was like, I really had to focus and I'm like yeah, that's why it lost me. It just wasn't as great as some of these others because there's some mega hits on this. Yeah. Uh, so when it's not, it just it's it's kind of distracting, you know. It kind of takes you out of the moment. So um, I get that for sure. Um, for me, I'll, I'll also keep it simple, um, straight through the heart, powerful, good melody, dynamic. Uh, the verses make you bob your head, which is which is a catchy tune. Um, Evil eyes. Parts of the guitar riff reminds me a lot of "Just Got Lucky" by Dawkin, which came out also in 1984. Overall it's a good tune. Uh but seriously, you should listen to Evil Eyes and then listen to Dawkins Just Got Lucky. They sound so similar. Evil Eyes or straight way. through the heart. Evil Eyes. Okay. Um so uh yeah. My vote is gonna be straight through the heart. Uh it's just got more of that. I mean, literally, if you if they were playing it live, you'd be standing up front doing this at least. Uh, so that's why Straight Through the Heart is going to get my vote. Uh Ark, what do you think? Evil Eyes evil eyes all right um why, why did you go evil eyes over straight through the heart on this one man i go evil
3: eyes the same thing with the album cover when you first you know that's just it's hell man it's evil it's right it's it's there it's taking you to that place where you find that darkness you know what i mean yeah yeah and at the end of it like when he's like evil, evil, evil,
0: oh yeah i love that vocal eyes. effect yes dude that yeah. grabs
3: you man it does it i really don't care does. where you're at
0: you're gonna feel that yeah yeah for sure uh, it was definitely uh, different for Dio to kind of step into that. We're going to go into the vocal effects because Dio was like, here I am. Here's my voice. Keep it simple. But then on the albums, he would kind of he started to kind of play with a little bit of that um, and tiptoe into that. And and I, I dig it because it wasn't overkill. It wasn't a lot. It stood out because he doesn't go to that a lot. So, yeah, I get that. Uh, Joshua, what do you think?
1: Uh, I felt and Archangel may hate me, but I felt like Evil Eyes was uh, just a filler song. yeah yeah to me it just we need another song for the album and yep i mean there really wasn't anything really distinct or unique or just kind of a run-of-the-mill metal song like you were saying like Dawkin.
0: right yeah Yeah. which i honestly i prefer the Dawkin just got lucky tune to evil eyes right shoot me now but yeah
1: but what i liked about straight through the heart is that it sounds like dio yes yeah Yeah. um the vocals vocals are classic diva with diva with Devo. Yeah, Devo Dio Dio <laughs> with the fall, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh I love the guitar riff in there it, where it does the good. descending scaling on there and the picked harmonics in there. So yeah.
0: Um absolutely
1: yeah. So for me, straight through the heart was the winner.
0: Okay, that's fair. Uh let's jump to the comments. Uh there's no hate, man, by the way. Okay. Right. Yeah, no, no, not at all. Um, Deborah says straight through the heart. Joel also says straight through the heart. Kind of. Uh Steve Allington says straight through the heart. Joel says uh way better riffs. Yeah. Um, I, I would agree with that. Uh let's see here. Uh I don't
3: usually disagree with Joel.
0: Right? Yeah, it's it's interesting. And and that's what I mean, guys, that's what makes it so great, right? Like uh just to see everybody else's perspective and how they interpret music and stuff, uh, and the fact that we can all still get along. Like that's fantastic. I love it. Right. Um, there's no right or wrong. It's it's all deal, man uh let's see here uh rachel says straight through the heart Elkie says straight through the heart marjorie says straight through the heart Deborah Klein says straight through the heart hard rocking song it's got killer drums in it yeah uh steve stewart says straight through the heart rocks hard yes it does <laughs> uh baden page is here hey how's it going baden he says ha the guy liner is fire well thanks man i learn from the best i was gonna say he's uh, the master right though, uh, Jill says, I told you guys, Holy Diver smokes last in line. Ha ha ha. <laughs> you might be right. You might be right. uh Elke uh, oh, says she agrees. She loves Doc. Oh, he Dokken. hates yeah, yeah. Dio. Dude. Uh, uh-oh. I'm going to commit some sort of sin here, but I hate Dude. Dio. Okay, well, here's the deal. That's totally cool. I love that you hate Dio. I would, I'm really interested to know why. What is it about Dio that you don't like? I'm going to write down an answer, and I'm going to bet you that we're spot on. Watch this!
1: I think I know too.
5: Uh,
0: where's my? Uh, here we go. Do, 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 do. Isn't I playing?
2: Do, 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 oh no, do, my
1: program! Do, oh no! You crash it, dude! Come on! Well,
0: not that program. The other, the other sixty programs that I've got running in the background over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, it's always something. Um.
3: We're supposed to tell a joke, right? Uh,
0: perhaps. Perhaps. Possibly. There we go. It's loading up. It's doing its thing. Uh, the the joys of being live on air. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yes, I would like to do that. All right. Uh, it'll load up here in a second. Uh, I'm finishing writing down all this before I... Uh, How's the anxiety over there, bud? It's a normal occurrence for us. Yeah. No, ain't Nothing to be anxious about over here. We're more anxious if um, something
1: doesn't fall apart.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, there we go. Ha-ha. Well, wasn't that worth the wait? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, um, very, very quiet. What could it be? Oh, yeah, I think oh, God, God. All right. So I've got my, I've got my answer written down here. Uh, is it in the form of a question? <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Uh, Baden boo blasphemy. Joel says must be a youngster to hate Dio. <laughs> uh, can't blame pod boy. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Or can you? you I don't bl- know. I, I blame me for, for what? nearly everything. <laughs> Works great for me. Um, all right. So um, what is our, our total for that? Was It was uh, 11 to 1. 11 to 1. <laughs> wow. Okay. So straight through the heart is going to advance. Shut up, <laughs> Baden. I'm waiting for your answer. I got, I got, I my love getting prediction right here. Prediction boy, prediction boy. Uh, Deborah says, Uh, Jared, you're reminding me of Captain Jack the more I look at your makeup.
5: <laughs> Arrgh,
0: No, uh, I'm drinking coffee without rum. but uh, I get what you're saying. Maybe if I had a headband and some beads, I guess I can kind of get it. Actually, I've got a little something no i don't anyway uh all right so next up what do we got josh we got track number seven I, yeah we, no oh no oh, we're gonna, gonna, take, yeah, a we're gonna break, take a little yeah, yeah, break we're gonna take a little break all right so uh that's what we're doing uh we're gonna get refills a pee and a puff do what you gotta do join us back for the third and final chapter of this edition of classic album clash
1: i have just one question have you
3: thought about being a guest on the show? We are currently seeking music lovers of all kinds to join in on our fun. If you're interested in being a guest, or if you just have questions, comments, or suggestions, you can message us on Facebook or email us at podcast at gmail.com. You can also submit any topics you'd like to hear discussed.
0: A little sweaty there buddy. barely made that one hey, um, and
1: you know what you did last night you got up on stage and you sang
0: I did I well I, I croaked something out anyway <laughs> yeah so um yeah damsel at uh, shuffle last night um first of all and I told Kristen this today on Facebook she is so fun to sing along with like I was I was bouncing around between different groups last night and every group I went we we're all doing the same thing like just belting it out singing along having a good time and then finally in the in the last set like they had four songs to go they're like hey jared come up and sing and i was like okay here we go <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know it was uh, honestly it was so much fun and i wouldn't i wouldn't have traded it for the world i think but all of the damsel crew for having me up there <laughs> Whew, those stairs are yeah, murder they
1: are um, especially when you're trying to get up get here up before back
0: the here. break-ins yeah
1: um but last night man i don't think i've seen that many musicians in a room so yes before that was nuts
0: it really was and i'm i'm really glad that you brought that up because um there was something in the air too it was, and it's yeah. uh to me it was that sense of you know what man let's do this let's get back on the swing of things let's you know it's it's time to move on and uh get back to some some regular fun stuff and it was definitely palpable uh everybody there was having a great time. Um, I mean. I'm not alone whenever I say this because I watched it. Um, there was, it took like everybody went like through 30 minutes of hi, how you doing around the whole room? Yeah. And it was just this magic feeling of community and family and togetherness. And it was awesome. I love that. Um, so yeah, so I, I got up and sang um, and, and had a good time. I was horses all get up by the time I got there, had a great, a great time doing it though. Um, but there was something awesome, really awesome and really magical that happened last night. Uh, that I haven't seen for a local band in a long time, if even ever. And that was a standing ovation. Yeah, uh, I was like, holy cow, are you kidding me right now? This is amazing. Um, so Damsel, Kristen Denar, hammered out uh, "Steel Hearts Never Let You Go. And absolutely nailed it. And so much so that at the, at the last note, as the song is ending, like literally people are standing up and giving your standing ovation. The coolest thing ever. So glad I was there for that. Awesome job. Awesome show. Awesome performance good stuff man um so yeah I'm anxious to get back on stage I yeah. want to hurry up and do it so yeah uh, when, when are
1: yeah. you gonna get back up on stage what's that when are you going to get back up on stage
0: <sighs> soon I hope I'm hoping for this summer um we'll see yeah. <laughs> we'll see we're still in practice mode and uh yeah uh soon I hope so um let's see here let's go ahead and get to know Mr Dan delaney Dan Dan he's our man how are you doing my friend if no one can do it i sure can there you go That's right yeah. <laughs> i love you're it good man how you doing good man i hope you're enjoying your time here with us i i definitely appreciate you coming and uh being on the show and as well as taking some notes and i mean man I I, I a fellow note taker I, I i can totally uh understand and commit to are, are you okay
2: i do homework <laughs> uh whenever it's something that i like to do
0: so there, there you, you go man go. well oh. i'm honored thank you very much for that um now then let's uh let's uh start with the, <laughs> the heavy song the heavy hitters here. What's your favorite flavor of Pop-Tart, Dan? I f- um, red Velvet. Oh, yeah. going new school. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, like Red
2: Velvet everything. Cake, whatever. So. Dude,
0: Red Velvet yeah. is like my favorite cake. And I'm the only one at home that enjoys it. So I get it once a year, and that's on my birthday.
2: <laughs> I try. I have tried them frozen. It's not my thing. I don't like them toasted either. I just like them right out right of out the out package. package. Yeah. Yep.
0: Do you put oh, butter on it or anything, or you just eat it as is? Yeah, I just is? eat it as is. Yep. Yep. um so uh you you play guitar do you play any other instruments besides guitar
2: um i dabble
0: a little bit with uh keyboard
2: okay nice it's something i've kind nice. of done since i was like 13 14 yeah but guitar is my main thing but like i said when i had my accident a few years ago i couldn't play the guitar so right. i just bought a keyboard and started learning how to play all my songs one-handed on a keyboard absolutely there you go
0: yeah man that's awesome i love that and it it probably translated pretty easily too as far as like the thought that okay here's kind of where i'm at because it's a lot similar to a guitar in that way where especially if you're writing and stuff it's easy to kind of bounce back and forth um in that in that aspect um
2: doing one over the other i mean totally because back when i was younger and i played the piano i didn't play the guitar mm, you know so then I got, and then i hadn't really played piano much and i've been playing guitar for a really long time so, it was just—it was pretty easy for me to kind of just translate it without, yeah, too much trouble.
0: So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, is there any easy for me to say? Is there any, any instrument that you don't play but you wish you could? The drums.
5: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I have no rhythm for being a rhythm guitar player. I'm right? Really, yeah. So uh, I mean, <laughs> well, and it
0: uses all your limbs, and you're mm-hmm. like, why can't I get my foot to do what mm-hmm. my hand is not doing? And it's just, yeah. It's, I totally... like,
2: it's like trying to talk and play at the same time. And chew I, bubble gum. Yeah. yeah. I just, I and just... you're all out of bubblegum. Yep. I get it. Yep.
0: Um, <laughs> um, What was the name of your first band that you were ever in?
2: Uh, Face the Wheel.
0: No kidding? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. No kidding. Wow, yeah. man. That's amazing. So
2: I've, I've been playing guitar on and off for since i was 14 so it's a
0: 31 years yeah and but just like alone in your bedroom kind of thing like just jamming out
2: i had a couple like garage band friends and stuff like that and we did some punk stuff you know and i tried playing the guitar and then you know it's like one of those things where it just i guess i could say i had not a whole lot of um support from my friends and they said i was a shitty guitar player so i played the bass and stuff like that for a little bit you know to make up for it or whatever so i just said a swear word didn't i but we're going with it i love it cool but anyways (laughs) so yeah um pretty much
3: you're a couple behind dude
2: (laughs) right yeah (laughs) but i life family marriage stuff like that and i ended up quitting more or less for like 13 years oh wow yeah, everything. Just you know, to focus I, on family and stuff. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. And then uh, finally, like six years ago, I picked it back up again.
0: That's awesome, man. That's and really cool.
2: I, and I was like, I'm going to start a band. So is your family
0: pretty supportive of, of you playing out and doing my, that kind of my stuff?
2: My wife is completely total support of whatever I want to do. I know, totally picked
0: up on that when I saw her in the comments and and supporting you being here on the show, man. That's oh, awesome. Yeah, she's, I love that.
2: You no, know, I've got a lot of people behind me on it. And like I said, it's just one of those things where I didn't get to do it as a teenager. And I'm like, I'm not getting any younger, so here well we are. It. I'm, I'm yep. going to do it and see what happens. Absolutely,
0: so. absolutely. So, um, yeah, man, that's that's fantastic. I'm, I'm I never knew th- I did not know that Face the Wheel is your first band. Yeah, dude, that's so cool. Um, so I'm going to ask you uh, a couple different questions. So, um, if you had to, I would love to hear you describe yourself in three musicians. Describe. So like, so like, what three musicians? If you were like, oh, I'm kind of like this, this, this. Who would those be?
2: Oh, holy cow! All right. Um, uh, how, how much time do we have? Well, here? I don't okay. know. Is that okay. yeah. you don't have no, that in no. your?
0: You don't have that answer in your notes?
2: No, nope. I don't <laughs> describe myself in three musicians. Um, man, I would have to go with. I don't know if I could do it as musicians or okay. as bands.
0: Okay.
4: You
2: know, if it's if, bands, we'll go with that. Yeah. Um, I would say that like one of my first inspiring bands would be like the early pink floyd stuff okay so you know you're going back to like roger waters and you know the oma album stuff like that Mm because i used to sit around listening with my dad as a little kid gotcha so that kind of got my musical interest going and whatnot and then like what was my first band like my first cover song i think that i ever learned was like a slayer song really
0: it wasn't smoke on the water or (laughs) it was no it was off of the
2: war as i it was like uh off of the war on uh, war ensemble album wow so that was like my first you know one of the first ones that i ever learned how to play and then motley Crue came after that you know but i wouldn't say that they're one of my inspiring musicians but it's just um you say motley Crue
3: came after slayer
2: yeah isn't that wild as far, I love as, that. far as far as cool. playing as far as playing no no I, I yeah right yeah i mean i listened to the crap out of like Def leopard molly crew when i was in like junior high but once i learned who judas priest was and dio that all just kind of went out the window yeah so yeah yeah
0: that's cool man that's really cool
2: yeah but um as far as like aspiring musicians though would be um my grandfather Oh, I I never knew my grandfather because he died before I was born. But he was a musician. Okay. And he was the type of musician that would actually walk like nine miles one way into town to go play a show at the local tavern and then walk back home after working like a 12 hour day.
0: Right. Wow.
2: So. Having that type of work ethic is what inspires me, because like, if he would walk 18 miles just to go play a show (laughs) way back 60 years ago. Yep then there's no reason that we can't get out there and do what we want
0: That's to do. That's right. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. That's awesome. Um so stepping away from music for a second. So, um let's pretend that there's a toy company making an action figure of you. What two accessories does dandelion come with?
2: Hmm, an action figure, huh? Let's see here.
0: I mean, first of all, he's got to be ripped, right? Uh, well,
2: uh, no, 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 no. Actually, totally opposite. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've got chicken legs and I've got no ass. So it's just. <laughs> well, but this is know? an action figure. Yeah, it could be anything yeah. you want. It's, you know, it's it's more like uh, it'd have to be the Hulk smash type thing, you know? Okay. But probably like um, a guitar. Yep. But it'd have to be like in the shape of an axe so you know i like all okay that, yeah know. it's got to be white it's, it's got to be white it's got to be sharp and and then the other one would probably be i don't know maybe a beer there, hey there you go yeah the so beer in one hand axe in the other and uh
0: life is good man yeah
2: i dig it and a really bad
0: figure i mean just go real i mean why be fake about it there you, you know go yeah so, no absolutely i like that own it um dan do you have any pre-show or post-show rituals that you do
2: that are, um, that are family friendly <laughs> family friendly uh well i still get the pre-show jitters a little bit yeah when, like it usually happens right after i get there for you know our, our initial
0: i think that if we as musicians didn't get that that would be our cue to be like eh, you know i should just go home and, and start whittling wood or something <laughs> you know if, because a lot of that has to do with the anxiousness of i've worked hard for something and i'm about ready to here it is people i'm showing it off And there's always that, like, oh God, I hope I, you know, I hope I do it right. Hope I do it justice. Hope I do myself justice.
2: Two shots and a beer and like twelve cigarettes. Yeah, that's my pre-show ritual. There you go. There you go. Anything else? I'm done for. I've learned from my mistakes on that. So yeah,
0: that's what Josh does on every on every break that we take. (laughs)
1: Absolutely. Twelve shots and a
5: (laughs) twelve shots and two (laughs) Two,
2: puffs, two
4: cigarettes.
1: (laughs) But mine's with a nine
0: millimeter. I just shoot up in the air (laughs) twelve times. Hang on. I got to reload. Yeah. (laughs) Very cool. And then finally, what would you be if you would have followed your childhood dream? Uh, A veterinarian. Okay. Awesome. I love that. So you're big into animals and stuff then, huh? Or were at least at one point? I
2: was at one point. Yeah. As I've gotten older, I have a little less tolerance for animals and pets and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm the same way with
0: people. Same. (laughs) Same.
2: Yeah. I've grown that way too. You know, I've just... I've got a couple of cats, and you know, and when they when they walk the rainbow bridge, mm-hmm.
0: I'll be happy. Yep, I but
2: can... I, I
0: love them, right? But I'll
2: still be happy. You know,
0: you just wouldn't do it again. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. That's fair. All right, so we've got a little video of Dan Delaney and Face the Wheel that we're gonna watch. Uh, Dan, same thing. Feel free to talk th- talk us through it. Tell us who all's in the band with you, where we're at, what we're watching, etc.
2: Alrighty, cool. All right, so this looks to be probably at uh, what is it? The, uh, the front of house, front of house, well, front of, the, yeah, Odyssey one. No. yeah, it's Odyssey, which at that time was front of the house. I do believe that we were doing a show here opening up for a pool side at the Flamingo. That depends on if the who the drummer is, anyway. Um, the big long-haired guy that you can't see in the smoke. That's Mike, who's guitar okay. now,
0: a singer. That's you in the black and red there. And yeah. I'm there in the black
2: and red. This is probably one of the only solos that I play. I'm not much of a solo guy, so this is one of the only songs that I play solos in. Nice. Uh, the other guitar player, he's no longer in the band. Okay. Justin, the guy that looks like uh, a character from Star Wars, back right there in the back, uh-huh. uh, you saw him ago. he's our bass player. And that looks like it probably. I like
0: this part of the song here.
5: Yeah,
2: there's there's Justin right there. Yep. Yep. And that would be Devin Roushaw filling in for drums because at that time our drummer was out because of cancer.
5: Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha.
2: I think this was in summer of 2019. Okay. Very cool, man. Very cool
0: nice crowd's eating it up man yep that's our closure that's uh one of our i guess more popular songs yeah absolutely man that's awesome i love that very cool very cool um so what's uh i want to jump over to the comments make sure we're not missing anything over there before we get back into the swing of things jody says uh this has been a great show well thank you jody i appreciate that and uh welcome aboard uh, we would love I would I would love I don't know about we I would love to hear your thoughts on these two albums being the official album guy now. Um, Holy Diver or Last in line where are you at on, on both of those Marjorie says uh, made me feel young again last night. Uh, Jared rocked it well <laughs> I croaked it out and had a blast man. Uh, Marjorie says last night was a maze balls. Kim Hart said it was a fun night and Deborah says uh, my favorite work of Dio is Black Sabbath, not just a solo stuff the mob rules is one of my favorite albums. Tony, Iommi tears it up watching heaven and hell radio city on satellite TV. When my kids were little was freaking awesome. Some of my favorite music. Absolutely. Uh, I will say I am more Aussie Sabbath than Dio Sabbath, but musically it's some great, great stuff. It really, really is. Elkie says hugs were given our community rocks. Everyone is ready to get back out and gather last night was awesome. Yeah, man, it was, it was an absolute breath of fresh air. Um, just something, something about it just felt different. And I, I, I loved it. Okay. Uh, says, welcome, Dan. Rachel says, yep. Uh, Jill says seasons in the abyss. There you go. Good stuff. Guitar and Viking axe would be uh, okay. There you go. <laughs> That's what Rachel thinks that your uh, two accessories would be. Dan is a guitar and a Viking axe. Uh Steve says beer and grenade. <laughs> I love it. Chris Hansen, last in line. Oh, is that your vote? You think that's the better of the two albums, huh? Very cool. Very cool, Chris. Well, uh, we're on uh, our last three tracks, so uh, hold tight, stick around, and and give us your votes for those as we go through them. Uh, Steve says, great show. I would love to be on. I won't curse. (laughs) Well, we'll make it happen, Steve. You let me know when you're in town, and we'll try and get something scheduled. I would love to have you, man.
3: Steve's better at that than I am.
0: Well, maybe. Maybe. A little slip. Here and there, you know it happens man it's it's all uh it's all rock and roll and metal so um <clears throat> here's what's funny i asked baden to hey defend why you don't like dio I haven't heard anything but crickets the whole time so uh here is my well no i'm not i'm not even you know what you're not gonna answer me i ain't answering you next uh all right so uh tracks seven eight and nine here we go joshua <laughs> we've got invisible versus mystery uh, for this one we'll start with Joshua. Well, um
1: my notes on Invisible are as that this is how they go. Uh it's got that slow <laughs> yeah, that slow clean intro that we've all come to know and love. Um and the background vocals build nicely. The riff slightly reminded me of Foxy Lady that bum bum bum.
5: Yeah, yeah, yep. I can hear that.
1: Um, uh, I like the pre-chorus uh single note riffs that are on there. Um, and the solo is pretty melodic. Uh Mystery, the intro has this Baba O'Reilly feel. <laughs> yeah.
5: you know what I'm saying? I dun, do. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. Dun.
1: yep, yep. What? Um again, it feels like it's another pop crossover song. Yep. Um, again, soundtrack, movie song. Um it sounds like a Dio song for non-Dio fans. There you go. Um, the solo is very studio musician feel. Um, it sounds like something like Dan Huff would play. Just kind of
0: put together. Uh,
1: no, not put together, oh. but like something that Dan Huff or um, Steve Lukather would play. Okay. uh Didn't have that Vivian Campbell shreddiness to it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, it has a beginning, <laughs> middle, and end. Right. And it ends right where it needs to end um which isn't a bad thing if you're going for crossover right yep uh the progression changes after the solo uh entering the last course um i really like those i think it was better written so i'm going with mystery
0: on that one okay fair enough uh let's see here uh dan what do you think This one is
2: uh, pretty cut and dry to me. He made a few points, and then he made a little switcheroo there on the end because I thought he was going to go with Invisible, and then he's like, "Mm, no, he didn't. So anyways, my opinion, Invisible way over mystery. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. And so the point that you made that kind of struck home with me was that it kind of made me think of a song that should have been in, like, Rocky. Yes. Yeah. see that's what i yeah you know and so it, it's just i mean it's it's not a bad song but to me you know like i want to go with the the type of riffs and sometimes i'm not a very intricate guitar player so simplistic heavy it has power power it, power riffs yeah you know to me is just where it's at on certain mm-hmm. songs if, if i don't care about the lyrics as long as the music's good i don't care about anything right. else
0: so I'll pretend I didn't hear that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but anyway, that's, uh, that's my opinion is invisible yeah. way over.
0: Okay. Mystery. That's fair. Ark, What do you think, man? Invisible or mystery? Can't see it.
3: Is it invisible? invisible. Uh, or is it a mystery? Oh,
0: oh it could be oh, either. No, I it could see be either there,
3: huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, and I go with. Thanks. Invisible, dude. Definitely invisible. Okay. Oh, just, uh, he says the lyrics are. Don't matter. The lyrics are what do it for me on that one, man.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. it's, uh, yeah. So, my, my, this is, uh, if I had to sum this up, for, first of all, for me, mystery is my answer. Um, I like the vocal melodies a lot better. Um, uh, mm-hmm. again, being a singer, like that's kind of my what I go to. But I also, uh, am wise enough, uh, that I can, I can kind of step back and see why a lot of metalheads don't like mystery so much because it's it's keyboard heavy it's poppy sounding it's uh just kind of more
3: it's always a mystery
0: right you know that kind of thing um and, and a, a lot D. of metalheads don't like that
1: Dio fans
0: right yeah, yeah exactly yeah um so f- for the a lot of the metalheads they're like ah yeah no i don't i want to distance myself from any of that commercially poppy sounding kind of stuff so i get that i think you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: why, why should metal have like mass appeal right
0: (laughs) right yeah yeah. i mean i want to be famous but i don't want to be rich i don't want to sell yeah yeah um so (laughs) joking i'm joking um overall uh invisible is a a pretty progressive song with uh vocal effects and stuff uh mystery is one of my favorites from the album it's very well written song such great lyrics um yeah and and it had a video so it did have more mainstream play again which is why i think there's some resistance from some of the metal community they're like uh If if we don't uh, give you the thumbs up and it, it gets that mainstream play, I feel like there's some people that kind of poo poo on that. So uh,
2: I think it's just the underground nature that we have,
5: you know, hundred percent. You yeah, know, you're right. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's ours and we're going to keep it ours. Yeah, absolutely. I love that about us. Um, so let's go over to the comments here. Um, Deborah says mystery. Rachel also says mystery. Joel agrees with mystery. Um, I totally botched all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Deborah says mystery. Rachel says invisible. Joel says invisible. Steve Stewart says invisible for sure. Mystery has too many keyboards. Exactly what I said. Um, Joel says mystery has cool vocals, but invisible is best. Fair enough.
3: Dude, your key to be famous is right there.
0: You just got to click <laughs> right. the link, man. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're all set. Dude. I better not. Uh, Elky says vote is invisible. All right. Elky,
1: you're killing me here.
0: <laughs> I thought
1: you were my girl. Come right.
0: on. Yeah, she ain't agreed with Podboy. She hasn't. Not today. I don't think she's agreed with me on anything. <laughs> well. <sighs> All right. So where are we at on uh, vote totals on this Uh one?
1: It's seven to three, and it's
0: a mystery why it lost. It is a mystery yeah. why it lost. It's a way better song, but Invisible and is going to go you in. You know,
1: we rarely agree on stuff like this. When there's yeah. a really contentious one, Yeah, we rarely take up op- opposite sides. Opposing so. sides,
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But this one, yeah, oh, we're both right. I don't know hey. what these other two. Uh, you know. What do
2: we know?
5: What do <laughs> <Yeah>. we do?
0: <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. So uh, Invisible goes on, and we're on to track number eight. Holy smokes. Here we go. Here's a big
5: one. Do we
1: even need. Yeah. Can we just go to the boats? I mean, do we here... even need to discuss this one?
5: There's... <laughs> yeah.
0: Eat uh... your heart out. <laughs> no way. There you 100%. go. So the answer is yes. Um, so uh Joshua, <laughs> let's uh let's hear your uh your elky argument.
1: <laughs> uh eat your heart out. This song pales in comparison. It does have an A and a B riff, which is nice. Um, and some cool instrumental breakdowns, but it really is an unfair matchup. It really is. I mean, Rainbow in the dark, that's iconic. Yeah. Uh, and when people think of Dio, they think of this or uh, Holy Diver. I it's the a Thousand songs. percent agree. Those and are if the you're gonna go-to's. say, "Hey, this is who Dio is," you're not gonna show them Eat Your Heart Out. Right. You're gonna show them Rainbow yep. in the Dark. Exactly. Um, And it's got that iconic keyboard part. I know keyboards are, but that keyboard does add a nice little tension to it. So
0: there's, there's a time and a place in my opinion for keyboards and metal. And when you do it, you've got it, you've got to go there. You've got to, here we are, we're we're going with keyboards and this song did that in the best way. Yes. Uh, This is like literally when, when a person is learning keyboards and if you've got a metal background, this is one of the first things, the first little melodies that you learn. Or if you don't, I just say rainbow in the dark, sing me the melody. You're going to sing the keyboard melody. And it's there's a reason. It's 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 very iconic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So um, rainbow. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll flip things around a little bit. Ark. What do you think?
3: <laughs> I go eat your heart out just because everyone else wants a rainbow in the dark.
0: <laughs> that's pretty metal. So you're playing your metal card, huh? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's the metal card. <laughs> Fair enough. Just because I can. Just because I hey, can. That's all. Just because. Hey, you know how man? everybody rushes
1: thinking? the. The thrashing floor when uh, "Eat Your Heart Out" comes out,
0: right? Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ne- me neither. <laughs> so this is my thought on it. Okay. Uh, "Rainbow in the Dark" is like a size fourteen shoe getting ready to step on the little bitty ant of "Eat Your Heart Out." So it's yeah. just well said, uh, man. Uh, again, I mean, it's not a fair matchup. It's not. It's it's really not. I mean, if you put "Rainbow in the Dark" up against like one of the other songs, it might stand. But this is, you know, if you're going track to track there's no relationship yeah. between these two here and
1: yeah i'd go even further rainbow in the dark would beat out most metal songs in my opinion
2: i mean almost anybody and anybody has ever heard rainbow in the dark as soon as that keyboard starts in mm-hmm. they're gonna know exactly within the first one and a half seconds what song that is yep forever and that's yes. anybody that ever hears that song yeah mm-hmm. you're exactly right
0: right and that's i've true.
2: already forgotten what look- eat your heart out sounds yeah. like right we'll be crying out did you
0: know, magic, you know that jimmy Bain actually came life. up with that
3: keyboard part jimmy bay the bass yeah. player
0: came up with that keyboard part just hmm. care that's interesting wow yeah fact yeah. fact yeah. oh boy uh so uh for me I'll be honest. Anytime that rainbow in the dark comes on the radio, I change the station and it's not because it's a bad song. I played it for years and years and years being a keyboard player and stuff and and rock and metal bands. I played it till the cows came home and I love the song. I'm just like, God, if it wasn't so overplayed, but it is absolutely the better of the two songs. In my opinion, um, rainbow in the dark, absolutely iconic, sadly overplayed. Key parts are so iconic. Vocals in this song are grossly overlooked and underappreciated. Um, I mean, just think about the dynamics of the vocals. I mean, let's, we've talked so much about keyboards, but the vocals in that song are just so overlooked. The glottal
1: compression, the, the breath support he has to do that. Cause he's singing that thing full voice.
0: Yeah. He's not going
1: into head voice. He's, Maybe a little bit of head voice at times. A little bit of head voice. There's no full set of there's, no. Yeah. It's
0: just, it's just power. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, eat Your Heart Out. I've got that. I dig the song and I like the halftime towards the end, but they like dip into the halftime and then right back out for right. after like two measures. And I'm like, ah, I, I wanted more of that. Rainbow in the Dark. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. All right. So uh, go over to the comments here. It says uh, Rachel votes for Rainbow in the Dark. Steve Stewart says Rainbow, even with the keyboard. Hey, hey Steve, you're coming <laughs> around. Uh, Joel says, keyboards are great in Dio. Yeah, they really are. Uh, there's some bands that do keyboards, and I'm, even I'm like, it oh, doesn't really go with what you guys should sound like, but Dio it definitely does. Elky says, vote is rainbow in the dark. And Joel says, eat your heart out uh, is even bad for Dio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 More of that. Take that, Archangel.
5: Yeah, take
0: <laughs> I can take a butt kicking. That's she right. I didn't curse. That's right. <laughs> All right, so I'm am going to assume, without even having to ask, that Rainbow in the Dark is going to be the one taking it away. We got one vote. Hey, and and it, to me, it sounds J-R- like a pity R- vote. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Debra Klein says Rainbow in the Dark as well. So, all right, we'll call that one Rainbow in the Dark. It is. his. Now on to our last track, track number nine.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Number nine. All right. Shame on the night versus egypt the chains are out joshua we'll start with you
1: give me a second go to someone else
0: okay dan we'll start with you writing all this
2: stuff down oh yeah i'm sorry all right so let's just go with egypt here okay um for me overall for the album i think that song was a good closer for that album because they had some pretty weak songs in that album and they needed something to
4: they pull them out of a hole. They which, needed some know, punctuation. They needed something yes. in there.
2: So to me, Egypt was the savor. that, you know, it'd be like if you ended it with Eat Your Heart Out, I would have been extremely pissed off. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, you know, at least it's a good song to close even a set with. So right. it's just, I felt like it was a lot more better it's, song. It's more, a, more better. Yeah. Is that? Nope. But no, yep. it's not, yeah. More you know song. what I mean? It's, it's a more better song. And, and, metal terms there right then uh, eat your heart out so yeah
0: I, I i agree dan i think it's a perfect punctuation shame, for shame an album on the
2: night yeah that's what i meant yeah but that's how i feel about it
0: yeah um all right now joshua so i thought shame on you
1: was uh dio trying to do blues it has a very blues feel to it yep um it showcases his vocals well and there's some nice breakdowns but Egypt has just so much more going on for it. It's got some Middle Eastern influences. Uh, It has, it showcases his vocals as well. There's a nice tension in the verse parts. Um, And the solo has some really interesting complexity to it. It's probably one of my favorite solos on that album. Really? Or even actually on both albums, because there's some, some time stuff that they do in there that they don't do anywhere else with the bass. And the gotcha and the solo doing some really nice interplay there. Okay, so I think that that's probably one of the most underrated solos on both albums. So to me, oh. the winner is Egypt.
2: Yeah, it, it has a great hook. Yeah.
1: It does. It to,
0: does com- compared to the other one. Yep, absolutely true. Um. Okay. So uh let's see here. Shame on the night or Egypt arc. Shame on the night. All right. Shame on the night.
3: Why come? Don't get me wrong. Egypt has great parts. Something about the heaviness in the end of that, you know, it's just, you know, shame on the night. It's, it doesn't have to be blistering fast to be heavy. Absolutely. You know true. I mean? that, that is, is true.
0: freaking heavy, dude. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the black Sabbath, <laughs> yeah, if you, will. you know, like it doesn't have to be hundred miles an hour to be killer. Yeah. I get that. I get so, that.
3: Yeah. I definitely roll with shame on the night on that. Too. Okay. Um, you're
0: wrong. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I've built my whole life on being wrong dude.
0: right? All right, so here's here's my two cents on this. um Shame on the night is a crazy slow tempo. It's a interesting aka bad choice for a closing of an album in my opinion. Um, it's just uh, it's a fizzle and not a punctuation mark um, just just not a fan. Uh, I think you hit the nail on the head, Josh, it's just very bluesy um, it just doesn't seem to one of those things is not like the other to me. You know what I mean? It just kind of stands out in a bad way. Um, Not that it's a bad song. It's just, it doesn't fit on this album. Um, Egypt, uh, heavy, fantastic dynamics. Kind of like what you said about, uh, I I forgot what you said, but anyway, Uh, it does well. Creates tension in the verses. It it does well. Transporting your mind to the scene being set is what I have written. Um, And uh, it's, Uh, a sign of great lyrics and delivery to be able to listen to something. And you're like, uh, you kind of go to a different time and space. Uh, And that's what Egypt does to me. Egypt is very heavy. It's very awesome. It's the perfect punctuation ending to a great album. So my vote is Egypt. All right. All right.
5: Let's see what the people out there in
1: internet land say.
0: Oh, internet land says, um, Joel says shame on the night. Dio's best song. Wow. Interesting. Mm, wow. Uh, did You guys
1: even listen to these songs. Right. right.
0: <laughs> uh, Elky says her vote is shame on the night. Deborah says shame on the night. Kick ass song. Rachel says shame on the night. Joel says Egypt is the best track off last in line. I don't know if it's best, but it's definitely top three or four. I would say. Steve says shame on the night rules. Egypt is so biblical. It, it, and you're right. But even then, I still prefer Egypt over Shame of the Night. Still the chains are on. Right. Yeah, you know, exactly. Um, Okay, so Joshua, where are we at on totals? This is a
1: surprise. Shame on the Night is six and
0: Egypt has
1: four. Wow. And those people on the internet land, they didn't listen to the... Interesting. Hey,
0: where's those those Twitch followers? Can we get you guys to vote for uh, Egypt? (laughs) All right, so we'll call it. We'll call it. Um, Not everybody can have I good think they just voted for and... it
1: because it was on uh, Holy Diver.
0: Right. Steve says, Amen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, let's go ahead and um, tally it on up. We'll wait for Joshua to add it all up.
3: Did you get the text, Jared?
0: The text? No. Okay. I'm doing a podcast. What do you think? I'm sitting here on my phone.
1: Are
3: you ready for oh, the winner? That,
0: that text. Yeah, that text. That text. Um the text. Let me just pull this up here real quick. Um, yeah, good good point on that. <laughs> the text. Uh yes, I did. I haven't dug this out in a minute, so give me one second. When you
3: asked me to be on the show, I was like stoked about it for this reason. I was like, wow, I can call it a really cool favor. So I was like, "Dude, I'll do it." Then I was like, "Shit, what did I get myself into?" I was like, "I got to call this dude and ask him if he'll be all right doing this." I, you know. So, anyways, I made some phone calls and uh, asked some questions, and you have the results from that in your.
0: All right, so let me messages there. Uh, all right, I got too many coffee mugs. Uh-oh, I have frozen the feed. Hold on, you have frozen the feed. I have frozen it.
1: It's going. It's up.
0: Oh, it'll, it'll, there we go. There we are. Uh,
3: let me. I think I'm still frozen. Uh oh.
1: Yeah. you There are. it goes. Um, it's, um, it's, um. oh, once again, the holy diver kicks the last in line.
5: <laughs> oh, I was just frozen. We you already see? know. We, we, all,
2: we already know what the winner is. We do. I mean, that's just.
0: All right. Let me see here if I can, um, there we go. All right. So, uh, Ark, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about this here? What are we looking at?
5: Well,
3: I, uh, did, a few years ago, I had the pleasure of meeting Rowan Robertson. He played guitar in the uh, Lock Up the Wolves album. And uh, I thought maybe we'd ask him a couple of these questions and uh, see his answers right here. So, uh,
1: and Ro- Rowan is you see through the, the, the
3: camera on mine. So, you'll have oh, to read yeah, what it says.
0: Um, so. Why? Oh, hang on. Why? That was totally my, my phone shutting. There we go. Um, so uh, this is from Rowan Robertson. Here, let me let me do the old uh, turn sideways thing. Yeah, there, there we go. There we go. That makes it easier. Uh, Rowan says, "I'd have to say Holy Diver is my favorite of those two to play live, and that's a hard question to answer about the two albums. I'll have to think." He says, "My favorites from Holy Diver are Holy Diver, Don't Talk to Strangers, and Straight Through the Heart, and of course Stand Up and Shout." My favorite off Last in Line is uh, the title track and my vote for Best Album is Holy Diver. To me, it's the band with no pressure and nothing on their minds but playing incredible rock music. Um, Last in Line, to me, is still incredible. And that's a really good point, um, you know, about, um, again, b- being that Dio is, is going off solo. Um, he's been a part of all these other projects, and, and especially with Black Sabbath, where he's picking up where somebody else left off. He's like, I need my own ideas, my own identity, et cetera, et cetera um and and yeah you could definitely tell that that was like his breath of fresh air was the holy diver album so i get that for sure dude that was really cool that you were able to reach out to him and and get his take on that yeah man. thanks
3: Rowan appreciate that yeah absolutely shout out absolutely
0: man. awesome speaking of shout outs shout out to you Ark, for giving me this awesome dio album let me pull this out here you want to tell the folks uh i had that on tape did you really yeah yeah mr mr didn't buy albums you had this on tape i had it on tape yeah oh you mean so when you say you didn't buy albums you mean like this you didn't buy yeah. vinyls yeah yeah no that's yeah me neither <laughs> my parents had them and i took them <laughs> i bought cds and, and cassette tapes so yeah i get that very cool some um, of the,
3: the recordings on an intermission album are just they're, they're just great live recordings some of the best that he released
0: like from the live stuff, I believe. So that's I just awesome. thought you'd, uh, you know, appreciate that. I definitely do. Stuff, I definitely so. do. Because here's the thing, like as much as I enjoy listening to these studio albums, listening to Dio live is next level, man. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't, he does not follow paint by number. He is like, I, I'm the singer of this. I'm the creator of this, but I want to slow this part and, and, and stretch it out. That's what we're doing. Yep. And he does it so well. Um, he knows, you know, he, it's that, that gas pedal. He knows when to stay there and like make it creative. And when to kind of fall back and okay, let's go get back kind of to where we were in the albums and then back. And it's just, it's a really cool back and forth dynamic with that. So good stuff. All right. So Joshua, have we got a winner?
1: Eight to one.
0: Well, that was supposed
1: to happen. (laughs) I'm hitting the right number. All right. Let's uh, hold tight.
0: (laughs) And, uh, did you add one to it? I uh, something must have happened. Oh, carry the one. Yeah, carry the one. That's what it was. We Look did not that. carry the one. Um, yeah. So let me uh, do this. And what? Hey, you're hitting too many buttons. Okay.
5: <laughs> <laughs> All right, now
0: then, you can go ahead and hit what you need to hit. Okay.
1: And the
5: winner is (laughs) Holy
3: Diver.
2: There we go. All right.
0: Holy Diver. Good stuff. Good, good stuff, guys.
2: And according to my notes, it says here, because it has balls.
0: (laughs) There you go. Yeah. There you go.
1: You know, even in my choices of my picks holy diver came out on top it was a lot closer it was five to four but uh yeah
0: did i have a crappy memory but is you joel, know i think i have it. taping my, on my car honestly just saying did joel say randomly once again holy diver kicks last in line's ass did he was he the other way around earlier
1: i don't think so okay
3: no, all right I, just no, checking just checking no.
0: joel don't kill me <laughs> did he
3: mean the album or the song
0: album uh let's see here uh joel says he still got his tape yes all right so he's glad that holy diver won i'm glad that dio won man uh dio is winning all around today uh just man i hate that he's not here you know uh chris hansen says there are no losers when it comes to dio songs there you go exactly what i said when we started this whole shin dig
3: so who did it
0: Dio did it dio Dio done did it it. All right, so uh, let's see here. Uh, perhaps? No, 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 yeah, no, no. That.
1: Nope. Okay, here we are. There like we the go. Super
3: Bowl T-shirts that get sent overseas. So
0: yeah, what yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> what he said. Yeah. Oh, we're all out of time. <laughs> Joel says anything Dio is a must absolutely true man absolutely true guys this was so fun to do a metal version of classic album clash i'm so so happy we got this one on the books thank you gentlemen for being here speaking of which before we wrap things up (laughs) i totally hit the wrong thing uh don't forget that next week we are doing motown hits we'll have my bass player from death may die cody schmidt here as well as jonathan keeney from the detectives to be talking about Motown, baby. Ooh. Oh, yeah. How's that for a curve? Um, love it. I love it. I love it. So that's what we're going to be doing next week. Don't miss out. Also, check out audioroast.com where you can find merch, playlists, links to past episodes, as well as our sponsors and ways to support us. All right. So uh, Hesse and Crucible, Shadow Grove. What? <laughs>
3: <laughs> those, Damn, there's those dance two there's, dance? there's
0: two of you all of a sudden. What's, uh, what happened there, dude? <laughs> I think... I don't know. Let me... Um, well, camera two came unplugged somehow. That's okay. Yes. I don't need to be videoized. <laughs> yeah. Now now, camera six has gone out. What in the wide world of sports is going on?
3: I'm just tearing the studio apart.
0: Calm down, boy. <laughs> oh,
5: yeah!
0: Can you, like, it's slide like, over? there? Hey, oh, there we go.
5: Hey, there it is. Hey, there I am. Um,
0: oh. Nobody breathe. Real quick, before we get off here, um, Ark... Where can people see you next? What kind of projects you got under your sleeve? Well, tell us I
3: more. have been working closely with uh, Nate white. I don't know if you guys are okay. Yeah. Sure. Everybody knows who Nate white is, but he's got a couple albums coming out. Um, Princess superhero being the next thing. It'll be out first of the next month. Actually, I believe so. Oh, sweet. Actually, I have the violence pressed. Um, they'll be here probably this week or next week. I think I'm not sure. I haven't talked to Nate. but uh, keep looking for that. He's going to, uh, the hippie death squad is going to be the, band if you will for his upcoming album uh, okay princess superhero so i'm gonna play bass in that with him and uh, we got a couple other local dudes that are gonna help out and it's gonna be
0: nice man pretty nice. awesome man so i'm excited to be able to add that to your list over here i think that's gonna be great thanks nate white's a great dude man i, I enjoy a lot of his he's his the best man stuff yeah all right and uh dan where can people see you and face the wheel or anything else you've got under your under your hat uh, let's see here. We've been working on a new album.
2: Actually our first full length. Okay. Coming up, we've got a new drummer since the passing of our drummer, Thomas took, right. Rest in peace, brother. Yeah, man. And, uh, we have a new vocalist. That doesn't mean that Mike is not going to be doing vocals. It just means that we've added, added a to. new seasoning to our bowl of gumbo that we have here. Yeah. To give a little extra cool. I like thing. that. So, uh, we have a show coming up in June, 11th in Joplin with Grave Huffer. Okay. At uh, the Blackthorn Pizzeria.
0: Oh, yeah. And then... It's a uh, fun place to play.
2: I haven't played there. Looking forward to it. And If then, you enjoy
0: beer, you'll like it there. They have... And uh, pizza,
2: I bet. Uh, yeah.
0: I mean, cool. yeah.
2: Alright. <laughs> Perfect.
0: Gotta have something on the yep. stomach.
2: And then we have another band coming down from Chicago, which is headlining, and I should probably know who they are by now, but I don't. But That's fair.
0: Yep. So, so Joplin,
2: June 11th. Joplin, June 11th at Blackthorn's. That's and awesome, man! You get to see our new drummer, a new singer, and a couple new songs. I'm
0: glad to hear, uh, no pun intended, that you were able to kind of keep the wheels on the on the vehicle that has faced the wheel. Because uh, I know that you guys got hit hard with, uh, you know, with with what you guys had to deal with with Thomas's passing and stuff. So
2: it was. Um it was interesting because it all happened during COVID. Right. You know, the whole COVID thing and was dealing with just it seemed like just one thing after another. So, but we weren't going to give up. And it was just one of those things that uh, we weren't going to replace Thomas until he was in the ground. Right. And unfortunately that's what happened, Yep. but it didn't take too long for us to uh, find a worthy replacement. Good. So it's going to be, it's going to be pretty cool. I'm looking forward to it.
0: That's awesome, man. Very good. Very good. I'm excited to hear you guys. Um, so, Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time and for being here and uh, for your input on these two awesome albums. Very much appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. And I hope you guys will come back and join us again. Maybe do some fun games and do something a little bit different, a different format or something on the next go around. Anytime. Awesome. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank Thank you, man. All right. So it is now time for our final thoughts. Uh, Before we go there, I'm going to uh, jump back over to the comments one more time. Joel says, great show, man. Thank you very much to you and Elkie both. Um, let's see here. I uh, missed. There we go. Uh, Jeannie says enjoyed your show. Thank you very much, Jeannie. I appreciate you showing up and and being here and showing support for Dan and all of us. Uh, we we'd love to have you back if, if you'll have us. Um, Elky says, "Oh my God, what's the major malfunction going on?" I don't know. It's a little bit of everything. <laughs> it's the audio roast. What do you expect? Um, here you go, Elkie, This is uh just for you.
5: What the wide world of sports
0: is going on? That's all I got. All right. Uh, Now then, my final thoughts. Man, I don't know. My final thoughts are um, go listen to some Dio, man. It's good stuff. Uh, I'll I'll, do yourself a favor. Just listen to some Dio. If It's not your cup of tea. Make it your cup of tea. Add a little spice to life. Um, Dedicating this show to both Ronnie James Dio and to Thomas Cook. Um, That's all I got, man all i got don't forget the times are hard for everybody right now so may your cup of coffee and your love of music be strong but your sense of humor be even stronger we'll see you right here next week at five o'clock